22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. I have never spent so many consecutive days with these two, but thank God today, it ends. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. It's, it's, you know it's not that much fun for us either. No, no, no. It was a good time. But welcome to the New York Comic Con edition of, meanwhile, 22 pages later, episode 68. And actually, it's a weekday edition. It's the first time we've done it during a weekday. I'm, not that you'll notice. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's whenever you download it. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And as always, I am with the guy who is the lovely and dark and lovely, MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. I'm so embarrassed. I wish everybody else was dead. <laughs> Where did you get that from? Bender. <laughs> okay. I, I keep forgetting that we're doing that, but I, I like that better than the Shakespearean quotes. They're not that far away. Oh, my God. Keep them very far. And with them is the man who finally watched Walking Dead and still hates it. RT Square, we're off the tech. If I could turn invisible, I'd fly to Paris, find a performing street mine, and beat the crap out of him. The round of applause he would get would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say a street mime or mine? Mime. Okay, cool. Because I was like a mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the street, more. the street mines all over, uh, all over Paris. All over Paris. Here, yeah. they're known for that. <laughs> Baguettes and street mines. That's now, right. now, MFG, you've been to Paris before, right? No, no. Oh, you haven't. No, no. Oh, it's wow. One of the places I haven't been. Oh, wow. I've, I wanted to ask you: Have you ever seen like a street mime from Paris? Because they said that the, that particular type is very. They're very annoying. They're, they're like beggars on the street, like the windshield wiper guys in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they are annoying, but uh, I've never been. I've seen mimes in other places. They're annoying no matter where they are in the world. <laughs> <laughs> they're a little creepy, though. I see this. I'm surprised they're, they're they're not a superhero villain. They have been. There, there's actually uh, in I think in the Ant. I think uh, one of her villains is the mime. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. Well, there goes that. Yeah, she has here. she has gloves that project. I, I'm assuming hard light images of what she's miming. Lord. Yeah. The ant? Yep. I think it was by uh it's by a Hispanic guy that started her when he was in jail and that he actually made well, a career out of it. Well that dispels a lot of stereotypes. He started it when he was in jail. Oh, here's another stereotype. She's got a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna look this up. There we go. <laughs> Ralph's like, I'll beat you to it. <laughs> All right, so for today, we're gonna recap our wonderful time at the um geek the annual geek event known as New York Comic Con. Absolutely. We had a really good time. Plus, we're going to review some of the home run hitting shows of the Geek Fall lineup. That would be Sleepy Hollow, Gotham, Flash, and Arrow. But first, let's let's let MSG take you on a magical ride of geek updates and gossip. Let's go to the quick news. And now, the quick news with Michael Finance Guy. And Ralph and Kat. Hey, you know, exciting news. We actually have new people that have signed up to listen to us. So I wanted to shout out to Ruan from Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah, about damn time. <laughs> <laughs> and Delitza from the Bronx. Yeah, Delitza. All so right. Welcome, welcome. All right. Okay, so now on with the uh, silence. <laughs> this is Black Doom. <laughs> Save your gasp and pants peeing until Black Doom has finished this threat. The other morning, while Black Doom was enjoying a delightful black tea with black currant scones, Black Doom discovered a lie most heinous. Searching the dark web on my Blackberry <laughs> mobile device, 
there was a new podcast downloaded from the barely literate fools at Meanwhile, 22 pages later. There was a message that claimed to have been received and approved by Black Doom. Since all grovel before Black Doom, all know that their lord is black-hearted and would not accept incompetence from these black guards. Black Doom's reputation will not tolerate any black marks. Now go forth and buy a six-pack of super black love. <laughs> Sales have been surprisingly weak, like your spines. Remember, super black love, it's like date rape in your mouth. That is all. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> wow, okay. That always interrupts my news. I know. <laughs> Before we continue the news, two things. Number one, um, I knew that was going to happen. Number two, fuck you, Ralph. Number three, <laughs> um, Black Doom is like, you know, the master of everything, but it's still on a Blackberry. That gets me. <laughs> it could have been a black iPhone. But well, No, no, you see what happens is he's actually contacted me a few times, and I've told him, no, I'm not going to be his tech guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I doubt that he would want you. <laughs> I, think, I, I think the bottom line is, Ralph, don't, 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 don't throw us under the bus like that again. <laughs> Continue, Mike. But anyhow, since we have, I guess, surprising news. <laughs> um, from passive hero to aggressive zero, Nic- uh, Nicholas Brendan, aka Buffer the Vampire Slayer's Xander Harris, was arrested again. again. This time in upstate New York. Brendan was released on uh, October 1st on $20,000 bond, which means that's 10% of his actual bail money. That's like, damn. Wow. Uh, After being charged with felony third-degree robbery, misdemeanor obstruction of breathing, and two criminal mischief counts. And for the hoes at home, yes, the misdemeanor obstruction of breathing is because he allegedly grabbed his girlfriend by the throat and started choking her. That's what I was going to ask him. Like, what the fuck was that charge again? (laughs) Yeah. I love how it's just not called choking. I'm like, misdemeanor obstruction of breathing. I think they say if you put enough fancy words, it's going to sound more serious. I mean, choking somebody is very serious. Oh, yeah. That's not something to joke about, but... Wow, I never thought it would be called that. But, like, why is that one only a misdemeanor? Because she lived? <laughs> like, like, it's just a misdemeanor. I'm like, I think choking anybody is pretty serious. Maybe you know? it was just a small choke, you know? A, a small choke? It was just a small choke. He's uh, not that big? Yeah, I guess not. Was, well, she, was she a small person? Maybe. I mean, <laughs> this is going down a really bad road. <laughs> and we have new listeners listening. <laughs> nothing, nothing good will come out of the rest of that conversation. <laughs> That's why I'm stopping now. What else we got All righty. Warner Brothers is playing the race card on a beloved Japanese manga and anime. Mm-hmm. An adaptation of Death Note is scheduled to begin production in 2016 with the bright white Paper Town star Nat Wolf as the lead character Light Yagami. What? Although it pretty much is assumed that the character's name will have to be changed. Uh, originally created in 2003 by Sugumi Oba and Takeshi Abada, Death Note has enchanted fans with a 13 bio manga, a hit anime series, and three live action feature films with another Japanese film on the way, believe it or not. Really? I'm excited. Oh man! Uh, but yeah, yeah so we're we're getting the white version of Death Note because evidently in America, the melting pot of the world, there are no Asians that could possibly be in that film. Wow! <laughs> you know? Wow! That's fucking ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. I'm, I, I'm just I'm, like, what would have been the harm? I'm a little quiet because I, I mean I know of Death Note. I hear how fantastic it is, but I've never seen it. Right. But wow, they they they, they can't even go Asian with this. I, I mean, and do we know what, which, which studio's doing this? Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Okay, I thought it was like Fox Universal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? And it's just it's just one of these things that just annoys me. I'm like, what would have killed you? <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah, uh, well, I'm not gonna get into that whole soapbox thing yeah. about you know. Oh, of course not. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean, it could end up being DC. So hey. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's a goddamn. So idea. anyhow, Terminator will not be Bach. What? Well, maybe. 
Uh, on October 1st, reports said that due to the costly $155 million Terminator Genesis's poor North American $89 million gross, the film's sequels are on hold indefinitely. Despite a worldwide gross of $440 million, the film is slated to still lose money. Uh, however, oh. on October 7th, one of, the most, uh, one of the movie's producers said the franchise is moving forward slowly. Now, Chief Executive Officer of Skydance Media, Dana Goldberg, said that producers will conduct worldwide research and speak with audiences to learn what worked and what didn't. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've, I'm kind of hoping for them not to have a sequel. Honestly, I think they should yeah. leave well enough alone. Yeah. The, the feedback they're going to get is, all right, all right so uh, what didn't work? And they're just going to hand them back the same copy of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> what didn't work? Did you watch it? <laughs> Have you ever watched Terminator 1 or 2? <laughs> you know, this didn't work. No, I grew up watching 3. <laughs> I watched 3 in <laughs> Salvation. Oh. 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 That, explains, that explains a bunch. Oh, my God. Salvation. It's funny because there's some people who actually liked the last Terminator. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand why. I mean, it was between, it's, you know, the fact, I mean, you can listen to the review on one of the earlier episodes, but between the story and the time travel and what they did with Schwarzenegger and, and all, it just didn't work. Yeah. I mean, it had a few good scenes. I mean, again, uh, just like the Cap said, listen to, you know, our podcast where we, where we review it. But um, all in all, it just, it, it really doesn't require a sequel. It, it just, it, it felt like this should have been made back in the late 80s. Like, you know, right. If they want to make a sequel, just make it a comic book or something. Do it that way. Yeah. That exactly. way you don't have to subject millions of people to it. <laughs> and, but, since, and since Americans can't read anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got in your bag of goodies there, Mike? Only one more. Keeping it short today. Wow. Okay. Inhumans can't get any love. Uh-oh. As the doors opened on the 10th annual New York Comic Con, Marvel announced a new addition to its phase three slate, uh, which is the unfortunately titled Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, due to this year's Ant-Man's critical and financial success, audiences will be treated to a sequel on July 6, 2018. This moves the Black Panther feature film up to February 16, 2018, but pushes Captain Marvel to a later showing of March 8, 2019. But there, were also, there was also other news. Uh, Marvel shared three release dates for fa- uh, Phase 4, May 1, 2020, July 10, 2020, and November 6, 2020. And the names of these movies are? Uh, we don't know. Uh, isn't it frustrating (laughs) Uh, but along with these tidbits whispers have been floating around the internet that the Inhumans movie could be delayed or scrapped now could that have anything to do with rumors of Vin Diesel playing the powerful but mute king of the Inhumans Black Bolt Uh, that would do it for me (laughs) (laughs) you would figure that with Marvel trying to even though they say they're not trying to with Marvel trying to screw over Fox yeah Thank you. But basically, <laughs> erasing mutants and using Inhumans as the way of people getting powers, right. you would figure they would want to make that movie faster. Yeah, yeah. you would think so, actually. I mean, especially because, I mean, it was slated for, what, the 2019-2020 time period anyhow, yeah. right? Right. So I'm like, when you realize that that's still five years away, and, I mean, Asians and Shields probably won't be on that long. I mean, right. you know, I love the show nonetheless, but it's, when you think about that, you're like, well... If they've already started the idea and you're going five years out with your movie, right. what the hell? That's what I'm saying. One of the, they should be bringing like, like speeding up production, not yeah. pushing it back. Well, see, uh, from what I hear from my sources is the fact that uh, Vin Diesel couldn't stop saying, "I am Groot." That's so, why he's mute. Yeah. Oh no, no, that's why they can't. They had a cancel because he couldn't stop saying it. <laughs> Even it's like, Vin, you have no lines. I am Groot. Vin, stop talking. <laughs> I am Groot. It's like you know. Wow. <laughs> I, I let that settle in for a bit. 
What's funny is I hear you saying I am group, but what I see in my head is those videos of Vin Diesel dancing that he put on Facebook. <laughs> That's I what luckily got. have not seen these. Oh, they're bad. One one of these days we'll we'll take a look at that and you'll have a different look at Vin Diesel. <laughs> so that's all the quick news. All the quick news I have. All right, I don't even have any quick news. Thank God. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about stuff we saw in a second. Ralph, what about you? Do I ever have quick news? Yeah, yes, sometimes you do. do. Yes, you yeah, you do. That is true. I do sometimes have quick news. I have none quick news to say. Have, I have none quick news today? I have none quick news. Okay. Good. You have none quick news. <laughs> no, not quick news either. Quick and I can never use that app. <laughs> well, that's no news. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, now you want to start pressing that shit. All right. <laughs> all right. So let's get right to um where we were this past weekend. We almost missed doing the... um. We almost missed doing the podcast this week because we spent a beautiful three days over at Comic-Con, over at the Javits Center here in New York City. Um, ha-ha, all you bitches that couldn't make it. Ha-ha. <laughs> Don't do that because then they're going to send ha-ha to us when, when they're at San Diego Comic-Con. I hate people in San Diego. <laughs> there you go. All of you. <laughs> I mean, I think, I mean, do you think that we're the second... The second most relevant Comic Con out of all of them. I know San Diego's obviously the first. Well, yeah, I mean we're the second oh, we're most relevant, distant, and we're a distant second. We're the second most relevant out of one. <laughs> one. <laughs> we're just there for pity. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because there's tons of cons. You got WonderCon. No, 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 but 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 but, 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 but Comic Con they have like Chicago Comic Con. They have like some of the other ones. Yeah. But right. I mean, I'm wondering like how well, relevant think, are I we? Think we probably are second. Um, yeah, I, I would think we're second. It's just that I, you know, we really are treated like the redheaded stepchild with, with freckles too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It showed this year because the the quality of the panels wasn't. Like well, they were all somewhere else. It's yeah. like like Walking Dead. Is it going to be at the New York Comic Con? Nope. nope. Madison Square <laughs> Garden. It's going to be at Madison Square Garden. I'm <laughs> and like that shit was packed. Yeah, and well, I'm sure, but it's just like so we had really nothing. At yeah. the New York Comic Con. We had a couple of things, but they make it so difficult. And that's part of the kind of things I wanted to discuss with, I mean, about the, the Comic Con. I mean, number one, I, I, of course, I mean, I joke around, but I had a great time with these guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and, and my wife came by and a couple of uh, my friends and, and my brother came by, which was really, it's a lot of fun. Um, highlight. Yeah, by the way, it was really a great joy to be surrounded by so many Latinos. <laughs> <laughs> I, you can hear it in my voice. Yeah, but, but he knew, but, but he knew that he was always going to be fed because the Mexicans saw us and they were like, "Oh, el mano," and you know, <laughs> it's it was three straight days of conversations about pernil. <laughs> it was there's not so much about pork shoulder I can tell you about <laughs> you're black you probably already knew all this stuff about I pork. just know about pork feet <laughs> oh okay oh god I hate pork feet <laughs> and and chitlins which is the intestines oh, we got all the good stuff I'm glad, I'm glad you said that I never knew what chitlins was yeah oh. I can't eat mondongo doesn't sit right mondongo right. same thing yeah. yeah yeah um highlight of the weekend for for any of you for my highlight was and I don't want to take Mike's thunder but we'll make it an, we'll make it anonymous when Mike had spoke to an anonymous famous artist. <laughs> How anonymous and famous was he? No, no, <laughs> was he Banksy? No, no, no. We're making him. We're making him anonymous. <laughs> you know, we, we're keeping his name out of it. But <laughs> the fact that um, somebody was trying to force you to buy his work, and you were like, no, and then he tried to make a little derogatory comment. Oh yeah. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> that was. I mean, there was a lot of other highlights, but that was probably one of my top moments because we. Um, John Paul DeShong, who um, comes on, who was on the show before and will be on the show soon, had told us about artists that are not very grateful, right? And not good with the public, and not good with fellow artists. So to watch one of these people that he mentioned actually do it to us, I was like, oh, also that's what it looks like. Ah, you are a jerk, <laughs> <laughs> just like everyone says. Mike, yeah. would you would you care to share? Uh, 
condensed version, not, not, not the entire, like, you know. And then the bombs went off. <laughs> oh, well, um, let's just say, uh, you know, I went over, I'm on the, the showroom floor, I guess. Right, right, right yeah. yeah. Um, so, as opposed to Artist Alley, which is where you would think you'd find this artist. But uh, we're on the showroom floor, I'm looking around artwork, seeing the great artists, and I love the, I love the artwork of Neil Adams. I just do. I mean, he's, he's, he's a great, he's a great artist. <laughs> um, now, this is not claiming that Neil Adams was the person at the table, even though it was his artwork. <laughs> With his name above it. <laughs> With a person that looked vaguely like him, <laughs> vaguely in the sense of exactly. <laughs> but uh, you know, so I'm looking at the artwork, and uh, you know, I, I get the sales pitch of, "Hey, you know, if you're not buying anything, you should just go over to My Little Ponies." Kind of an idea, and I'm yeah. like, "And so, you know, I I, I saw the action. It wasn't a jokey look on the man's face. It was actually kind of a serious, like you know, either buy something or kind of go look at My Little Ponies." You know, right. And so I, I just, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm not a person to lose my composure. So I just said, no, that I, I just got that smile on my face. And I'm like, well, you know, to buy something here, I would actually need a platinum card. And he just dismissively looked at me. And he was like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, his stuff and stuff is there was like $1,500 yeah, for, for a piece of artwork. And I mean, guy's great, but I'm sorry. That's just inaccessible to most fans. Yeah. It, it, it shocked me um, to the level of, you know. I can't even find a word for it. Just, yeah. I mean, the arrogance, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was not even commissioned. It's not as if I asked to, you know, this isn't 1500 before me to ask, you know, would you draw this character in this kind of pose for me? This right. was just your artwork that's up there. And I'm like, yeah, it's oh, not man. like you asked him to draw Alexander choking out his girlfriend. You know, you didn't do, <laughs> <laughs> you know where's my boom? Come on, bro. That was good. Uh, like, go. Oh, look at you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm making you do your job. How about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> But what? yeah, so look, he's just trying to concentrate to make sure that Geeks on the Go is actually attached to this thing this time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to live that down. <laughs> nope. I, I even got crap from John Paul. No, uh, was it uh, Jamal Stone? Wow, you're confusing black people again, huh? Yeah. John Paul, Jamal, you hear that, right? Yeah. Jamal was <laughs> like. JJ. <laughs> where's, where, what happened to the end of the show? Where is it? And I was like, you know, it's not my fault. You know, it was all his fault. That's right. <laughs> um, but that was my favorite moment only because um, oh, was I, I think I know why the prices were so high. What was why? So, you know, like when an artist dies, the price goes up. Yeah. Maybe he's dead inside and he's just like, hey, the price goes up. <laughs> he's like, he's killing reason. everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but, uh, but that was the only that was the only downside. And then, like I said, it didn't ruin. It didn't even begin to even ruin my minutes, let alone my day. Well, the reason know? why I said it's my favorite, one of my favorite moments is because, number one, we saw something that we, we hear that happens and we've been um we've been victim of it before when we go to artist alley but to have a, a particular person act like that I was like wow and just to watch mike and i don't like to give mike props a lot because his head gets so big he's getting get out of his house for three days but mike handled that with such class and such sharp wittedness yeah. just like like not missing a beat not like mike had to think or mike it was very, handled very well you should have seen it from my point of view i was standing right next to mike like i was expecting his face to just to be like full rage but he was sleek calm he's like oh yeah i guess i need a platinum card <laughs> yeah. so, so i'm actually more dangerous when i'm smiling and looking happy yeah. <laughs> and you're smiling and looking happy at me now fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much that's why i'm always smiling at this podcast i'm like one day <laughs> this will all be mine so enough about that what about you i mean you guys what was fa- favorite moment or favorite um thing of the po- of the podcast of comic-con since we're stealing people's thunder my favorite moment was when uh we went to go see Arthur Adams, and you could see the Cap's face uh, of meeting his childhood hero. <laughs> oh yeah, 
He was like like a, a fat kid in a donut factory. <laughs> so happy. And yes, he, yes, he was. It was his hand was trembling. I asked him a few times if he wanted me to hold his hand. Yeah, but you, like, you, no. know, you know, I hate when you do that because you embarrass me. Because I'm there and I'm trying to have a serious conversation with, with with my idol, and you're like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" That's like me trying to talk to a girl and trying to get her numbers. Like, oh, I, I, you checking out her boobs, right? You think it's wet down there? You know, you asked me about it before, and I'm just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But, but yeah, but it was great. I mean, you you know, you could see like. You know, the cap was just all all aglow with seeing Arthur. It was just funny because you know you didn't mind like when he gave him a hug, yeah. and and it was even tolerable when he was sniffing Adam's hair. But <laughs> it, you know when he licked his neck, yeah, even no. I got a little uncomfortable. That was really okay, <laughs> let, 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 let me set the record straight. Number one, remember he's bald, so if I smelled his hair, it was his beard. That's why people thought I was licking him. I was just smelling his beard. Is I wanted that to why take, they thought you I, I wanted to take it all in. I had to take it all in. It <laughs> wasn't that. <laughs> that was me trying to like you know you know get my, some saliva in my mouth. You get dehydrated after getting. Uh, <laughs> sure. But yeah, it was a pleasure to meet him. I mean, yeah. once again, we went from from one artist who was who was not very gracious to another artist who was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. and and, and spoke good. to me for a little bit. You know, spoke to everybody for a bit. Yeah. And, and just watching him work, it, it was it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. and speaking with a lot of the artists was a lot of fun too. Yeah, I, I didn't have uh, any bad at bad times. We had a couple of people that were a little bit. Maybe odd. I would say a little bit more odd slash people shy, maybe, you know, because some artists, you know, they're just not used to dealing with the public. That's they're used to being at home alone drawing, you know, um, but all, but all in all, we had a great time that way. Uh, oh, and here's the news to everybody. If you didn't know, Chris Claremont is still alive. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so for those that don't know Chris Claremont, he's the man who did most of the writing for that X-Men run back in the late 70s, early 80s. If it wasn't for him, literally, there would be no more X-Men. Literally. Him because and John the, Byrne. The thing was about to be, they were basically canceled for the most part. They were, they were, they were on their way to be canceled. Until he rejuvenated it with the uh, when he's the one that introduced Wolverine and Storm and all those other characters. That's cool. Yeah, and 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 really made a fantastic adventure for them. This is before he became yeah. kind of long winded. Well, you, you figure know. he drew that was around what ninety four ish, I believe, is when the new X Men started. What you mean? Um, um, the, the, the I mean, X- they started in the giant size uh, X Men, but I mean, as far as the numbering, I think it was like maybe no, it wasn't ninety four. It may have been ninety. Yeah, it may have been 93 or 94. Yeah, I, I forget which, which issue started the, the new X-Men, the new Uncanny X-Men run. And But he went all the way from that well into, like, what, almost 200? Yeah, just about. You know, so, I mean, think about that kind of a run. That was a really good run. Yeah, the so. only person that's, I think, ever written anything longer was um, Michael Bendis when he did The Ultimate Spider-Man. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Michael Bendis did have a very long run. But, you know, the thing was, you know, um, Claremont, though, like, you know, from 94, let's just say, to 200, there was probably, you know, a good 100-plus different stories Ultimate Spider-Man, that was just, you know, one page of dialogue that Bendis was doing for <laughs> 200 issues. <laughs> what is that? A spider. Is it? Is it going to bite you? Really? Next page. Why would it bite you? Because it's a spider. Do spiders bite? Yeah, I think spiders bite. That spider looks like it could bite. Yeah, it's because spiders bite. You think that spider would bite me? Probably if you got close to it. How turn close the, do you think it's close? Turn the page. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I mean, that's, I mean, um, but Claremont, yeah, that's right. He was there. There's a bunch of people that I didn't expect being there. Was it Larry Hammer Or alive. Yeah, or live, right? <laughs> but I mean, it, it was a great opportunity. It was a lot of fun. I mean, got to speak to Eric Larson. Got to speak uh, speak to um, Jim um, Palmiati. Palmiati. Sure. Palmiati. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, I mean, a lot of great um, inkers, writers, art, artists, even some of the the, the um, independent people. Yeah. Which I'm looking forward to have on the show. Hopefully, one hundred percent. Do you still regret not taking that shot? I know I did. There was an artist. There was an art, artist. I'm not going to name him, but um, there was an artist who was sitting there on Friday, and we and we walk up to him. And he's a pretty, pretty popular artist, and he's like, "Hey, how's it going?" Real friendly guy, talking with us and shooting the shit. And I'm looking at his table, and there's there's some, maybe a couple of pieces of artwork, and there's a bottle of Jack, and it's not like it's hidden. 
Nope. It's not like it's like nope. under the table or it's on the table. Which would only beg the question of why you saw the bottle under the table. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but luckily it was above the table, so we don't have those questions now. Yeah, but, the, but, but then when he started reaching under the table, you'd have a different question. You know, like, why are you reaching on the table so much? <laughs> but, you know, I mean... He, he, why are you using your teeth so much? Wow. <laughs> but, yeah... But especially when I, I don't know which one of us asked him like, hey, well, why do you have the bottle up here anyway? He goes, hey, you know, I'm just having shots. You know, I, I'd like to keep it like kind of, you know, um, informal and and want to sit down and have and have a drink with with the fans. And yeah. da, 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 da. Which was led to him going, you guys want a shot? Yeah. <laughs> just unscrew it and just take a swig. It, you know, he goes, it's alcohol. It'll kill the germs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. Self sanitizing bottle. I can't even lie. There's a part of me that wanted to, but I I chose not to. Um. And then we went to the we went to the Dust Till Dawn panel. We'll talk about that at some other point. Mm-hmm. And um, lastly, on the last Roberto Rodriguez, you should be watching that show. Not Roberto Rodriguez. I mean, you were watching the show, but <laughs> everyone else, it's by Roberto Rodriguez. You should be watching the show. Yeah, absolutely. That's and hopefully, really we'll awesome. we'll be covering that sometime soon. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. And last but not least, we bumped into our boy John Paul DeJong, not to be mistaken for Jamal. Listen, you know, everybody looks alike to me: black, white, Asian. You're all just people. Wow. Yeah. That that, that that's your answer. Yeah, that's Kappa. gonna be his answer to why he's sleeping with someone's wife. I just—they just look alike. <laughs> they look alike. <laughs> they all looked alike. I thought she was mine, honestly. <laughs> that sounds like a really bad porn. <laughs> <laughs> all bad porn is porn, and all porn is bad porn. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to ask you, Mike. What was your what was your one um, moment or what something you remember about this past con? Um, it was all really good. I mean, like I said, I had a great time talking with a lot of the writers and artists. I, I talk more. With more writers and artists uh, this time than I ever have in any of the uh, any of the cons. Not because they haven't been friendly. It's just I just haven't gone out of my way. I mean, I've gone up to them. I've uh, you know bought something here or there, and usually I just say a nice word or two. But this time I was actually more aggressive. Like, yeah, I, you like even were. if I wasn't buying something, like if I recognize an artist, I'm like you know you know your work has been great on so and so and da 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 da. And it's really funny. It's really weird, um, you know, because it is a business. I mean, for them. I mean, and I don't mean just that they're artists or whatnot as business. I'm talking about. Uh, even what they display like if you you know you go there and if you were there you know you saw every table pretty much had harley quinn yep you know every table has batman yeah oddly enough not every table has superman you'd think <laughs> most right. tables had a spider-man you know like, yes. it's just these are the things because they're popular and you know ob- you know like i said they're being business people they're trying to say like this will lure the people over um so it was really interesting like when i would see an artist and i'm like hey i really loved your run on blah 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 and that was they would kind of get that wake up like oh you actually know my work <laughs> right and it's like yeah because yeah, it's, yeah. it's not on your table at all but i know you you know yes so that was nice and it, it, i just i had a lot of fun talking to him so i mean it wasn't yeah. just any one person i, I had a great time yeah you were not having like 10 15 minute conversations i was pretty yeah. like why well, i was like wow yeah i mean i, I had my, my five ten minutes but i was like wow you especially with the independent guys yeah, yeah that was awesome you want to hear mike's opening line i don't know your name but i recognize your work <laughs> but I did, I, 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 did actually, I did actually say that to I think one person I'm like I don't I didn't know who you were but I recognized your work and you know and I said but I but what is it that I, I'll see the name but when, and we've talked about this before in Cap knows I don't remember artists what is I mean unless there's somebody that's really left an impression like I'll know their name and then when you show me work of theirs I'll know their work but I don't ever have the two together right you know I, I, except I, for Roberto Ramos he was not. I mean, he was there, but his every table time, was there. His, his table was there, but I didn't he see him. He knows once. better. I told you last year. He knows <laughs> when I'm on the floor, he's off the floor. <laughs> well, as long as another certain person who, who was very rude last year wasn't there, I was fine. Yeah, 
That's true. And <laughs> look at Ralph thinking Ralph's like, who, is who can I say and ruin it? <laughs> yeah. Ralph, Ralph spoils that. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you during the break. Okay. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it was also great talking with um, Victor, um, um, John Paul, the, mm-hmm. the guy John Paul introduced right. to. Real cool guy. Can't wait to get him on the show sometime yeah. soon. 100%. But definitely the independent guys are a lot of fun, too, because they have such passion for their work. Right. Especially the one that you were speaking with about the Shakespeare. Um, right. Kill Shakespeare. The, the Kill Shakespeare mm-hmm. um, seems like a great premise. I mean... You yeah. bought you bought the whole thing, so yeah, yeah. No, I cannot wait to read. And, I've and, got a lot of good reading ahead of me. And the Knights Templar, Mice Templar, Mice Templar. Sorry, yeah. You guys were there for a while, but but that writer seemed like such a cool guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He had I'll be thinking. I'll be thinking them all at the end of the show. His beard was awesome. Yeah, they did have a good beard. Yeah. But I'll be thinking all those guys at the end of the show more formally. All right, cool. So um, let's get right into it. First, um, thank you all artists. Thank you everybody. I mean, thank the the the, the panel for for and thank you, great cosplayers. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was. There were. I didn't want. I didn't want to get into that because, I was like, I feel bad about slamming them for a couple t- for for a couple of reasons. But there were. Co- I mean, they they were really good this year. First off, yeah. right? Yeah. There was some. There was some. I mean, it wasn't creativity was enough, on point. Yeah. But oddly enough, I remember there being much more. There were more costumes that got my attention last year for some odd reason. Do you think because we we're becoming numb to it? I was just about. I was just about to say. I, I don't know if it, I'm just getting. You know. Desensitized to you know the costuming or whatever. It yeah, just, it just seemed was, like it. There was there was a few times where I was like, Mike, check that one out, and then you're like, Oh, okay, that's a good one. Let me take a picture. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, wait, 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 look at that one. Oh, and like they walked right by you, and you didn't even notice. And it's like, yeah, oh. it's it's probably happening. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the one that the the, the X Men from um, the Jim Lee cover where it was Banshee and Cyclops, and yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that was with, with the yeah. yellow costume and, yeah. and Magneto there too. I was like, wow, that was really good. Their uh, their hair was pretty cool. It was like paper mache or something, but like yeah. smoothed them down with uh, some gloss. Yeah, because yeah, three of them had the crazy hair. Yeah, you know the ban- the Banshee character, the uh, the Gambit character, and, and the Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. W- which props to the Banshee character because the guy who was playing doing the Banshee cosplay was black. Yeah, so it was like, well, how? C- it took me a while to figure out who it was, and then when you pointed out to this band she was like oh orange hair okay got it yeah. and he had the the things from his arms right yeah, yeah. did wings. you see the guy playing hank mccoy yeah, yeah he was pretty he's like <laughs> the costume was really cool but he was like a little bit bigger for the costume yeah so it was like stretched out well i mean it kind of looked like old school beast i mean because he, he wasn't the furry beast yeah, yeah. You know, he was yeah. like he was pre-transformation beast and it's kind of cool i like that yeah i mean i mean and there was a couple of cool costumes there were a couple that i was like wow you took a lot of license like the super Mar- like Marin luigi as zombies yeah. yeah well that's the whole thing i mean it's it's nice to you know do your favorite or do your favorite as you envision them or as your um tools or my you know money allows you to do your character there was there was a cool mario with like us he looked like 1940s mario with suspenders and uh the kangaroo hat okay it had a mario symbol oh very cool it was pretty cool yeah, oh, I mean, wow. it just, it, it's one of those things too like i mean you, you'll hear back and forth uh, especially online where you know everybody has some opinion about something and so i'm gonna give my opinion uh, right now is that uh, you know you, you hear a lot of like oh you know there should be more characters of color so that people of color can cosplay and I don't I mean I, I understand when people say that I, I get what they mean by that okay but I, I don't feel like that it's it, it stops people from enjoying themselves in other words it's you like a character pretty much no matter what their race is if you want to dress up like them dress up like them you know if, uh, i agree if you want to be asian storm if you want to be like i said like the the black banshee you know if you want to be white mike tyson i mean it's there's <laughs> nothing wrong with it it's 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 who you feel that you associate to and i and i mean yes do we need more diversity yes we do there is a problem in our media there's a problem in the comic you know etc cetera, etc cetera. right yes there needs to be more especially for the superhero which is the most popular of the cosplay but it it still doesn't 
it doesn't take away from how many black Superman, black Batman, black Nightwings we saw. They were all great. Yep. They were all great. I, I, I think the issue is black I, Thanos. I, I, <laughs> black female. Yeah. I, I saw two right. of them. Yeah. 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 Big, that was a lot of Thanos. Yeah. One uh, thing I'll say about um, size and um, size and um, maybe shape and gender versus um, like, like when you're doing a certain character, sometimes it, it can make you see something else. Like I swear to God, I'm not even being funny. When I saw a big purple person come at me, I swear to God, I was like, why is Grimace wearing the Infinity Gauntlet? <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> But if you really think about it, that would actually be a cool cosplay. <laughs> Grimace, Grimace disguised as Thanos. <laughs> it would work. It's a purple person. <laughs> and we know what Grimace went because Grimace disappeared off the face of the earth all these years. Because <laughs> he had the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> but yeah, great cosplayers. I mean, it was just, it was really good energy. And one thing I'll say about for most of the, the con is that people, people, feed off that energy and they kind of are pretty nice to each other. There are a couple of weirdos. There yeah. are a couple of people who are like Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw you saw him I again. I saw him twice. I took another picture of him. He was still obnoxious. Uh, who was he with this year? Um I think Zatanna, but I'm really not sure what she was. Yeah. Ah uh, well I mean she was just as obnoxious, oddly enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't, didn't a nerd like correct you you idiot it's this oh god yes, yeah. yeah he has a couple of rude people but all in all the comic con people are generally and that's nice. what I love about they're, it they're nice slash Aspergy kind of people yeah okay that's <laughs> you know, that's kind of what it's Aspergery like Aspergy kind of people yeah <laughs> they really are but all in all we had a great time Um, I've, if you're in a New York City area in mid-October please check out comic con um, it's definitely worth the ticket. I always say we will okay. definitely try and be there for 2016. Oh, we definitely will be there for 2016. Yes, um, sir. Uh, unless somebody you know like has another kid, then I don't know. Well, nobody here Why has one. Me, no one has one but uh, you. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I'm glad you're good at math. <laughs> <laughs> one um, of us has to be. <laughs> okay, one's got to be good at math, the other's got to be good at spelling. Oh, we're in trouble. All right. All right I have so, them both covered. Everybody relax. <laughs> all right. So on to the meat of the show. Let's talk about the big, big shows that are coming out. Let's first cover the two Fox shows that are bringing in a lot of ratings, which is Sleepy Hollow and Gotham. But before we even talk about them, can we please hit that button that you hate so much? Warning, this segment may contain spoilers. It will. So leave Ralph alone. We won't. <laughs> oh, and uh, here, let's just do raw. We really need to change that. I'm getting tired of that. I'm not doing one that spoils. I'm the one that spoils. Yeah, man. <laughs> Do you guys really think I sound like that? My voice is more velvety. Velvety? Velvety. <laughs> like Velveeta. <laughs> smooth. Cheesy. Smooth. <laughs> smooth, just not real. <laughs> just not real. That's good. <laughs> All right, so let's go on to our first show, which is Sleepy Hollow. And with a synopsis, as usual, because... That's what we pay him to do. Is MFG Mike the finance guy? Where he gets I paid. don't get paid. <laughs> I love both your reactions. Like, I don't get paid. All right. And just to, to rehash what the cap says, so this is the meat of the story. These are the big shows. So here it is with my big meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here he comes rolling it out now. Dump. <laughs> Alrighty, on September 16th, 2013, Fox premiered Sleepy Hollow. The story added modern twists to a tale that combined two of writer Washington Irving's best-known works, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow and Rip Van Winkle. After a hit first season, the show was renewed for a much fan-loved second season. Fox, however, claimed that the ratings dipped a bit in that season, so it brought the show back for a third season with a major shift in cast and story. Synopsis. 
Upset that he could only get head from a woman that died at the end of season two, <laughs> the headless horseman didn't put up a fight as he was pulled into Pandora's hairless box to be used to release further evil upon the world. Nine months have passed, and Lieutenant Abby Mills has joined the FBI, and Ichabod Crane became someone's bitch in jail. <laughs> Except Whoa. for criminal hottie sister Jenny, all familiar faces have left the show. Can a pale, posh Brit and a big booty with a badge stop Pandora from unleashing untold horrors on our world before Fox executives canceled the series? That's a damn good question. <laughs> right. we're, st- we're still starring uh, Tom Meeson as Captain Ichabod Crane, Nicole Bihari as Agent Grace Abigail Mills, Lindy Greenwood as Jennifer Mills, Zach Appleman as Joe Corbin, Nikki Reed as Betsy Ross, Lance Gross as FBI Daniel Reynolds, and... Shannon Sosaman as Pandora. All right, so let's talk about some. Let's talk about some Sleepy Hollow. What's interesting is what you said right now, and you mentioned in the Geek News before, the Geek News Quick News, that um, there's only two or three people in Sleepy Hollow. Three, three. Um, Ichabod, Abby Mills, and her sister right. are the only people surviving from the last show. Yeah. And Everybody by surviving, else, we don't mean that everyone else died. We just mean that they didn't bring them back. Yeah. <laughs> now, mind you, I haven't. I have yet to see the show, but. How do they explain, or could you? How do you? How do you explain getting rid of the headless horseman? But that was literally within the first minute. Like it wasn't really? even a minute. He's riding down. He's probably getting groceries or something. I'm assuming from Fairway. <laughs> um, you know, he's just riding in the night. Actually, I think he likes going to Costco. I think so. Too. It's better pricing. I think he buys Le- in bulk. Less hipsters. Yeah, he buys. In, <laughs> he buys his hats in bulk. Yeah. Nice. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, literally, I, I don't even think it was even a minute. I think it was literally 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. You see the Headless Horseman and you're thinking, I know he's not going to be in this show very long. Blink. He's gone. And uh, lo and behold, uh, you know, you see some mysterious figure has this this ornately carved box, says some mystic words. And the ho- horseman turns into mist and is sucked right into the box. And that's that. Literally. Wow. That is it. They just said that. Like she's like she's reciting something. She's just like you know. There, I've given you death. Now give me the power that I I desire. That was that. Wait, 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 wait. So, so they basically did a Cyclops in X three. Yeah, except for this time we actually saw the Horseman though. <laughs> As opposed to Cyclops, we just saw his visor floating by. <laughs> wow. So that's yeah. how they dispose of him. Yeah. And then um, as far as Captain Irving, uh, who's played by Orlando Jones, they just, they just said that, that he, he he walked away, that he left and yeah. hasn't come back and hasn't told anybody where he is. But Jenny knows where he is because yeah. she was just like some slick person was able to get him out of town because they were like, does anyone know where he is? And she was just like, you know, she was being coy, but obviously she knows where he is. But right. that's that. So so basically leaving it open in case they got to bring him back. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. They, they didn't Charlie Sheen him. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they didn't go. I mean, anyone that didn't die at the end of season two, it's not like they just said, oh, they all just died mysteriously or something like that. It's right. just that, like, for instance, they want the Headless Horseman back. All they have to do is release him from Pandora's box. I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's they didn't destroy a chance to go backwards if they had to. All right. They, the, didn't, they didn't DC universe it. Oh. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> the only people that, uh, well, if they come back, then it'd be interesting to see them come back is um, Ichabod's wife and his son. And I don't want them. I mean, as much as I, and I love John Noble. I mean, I love John Noble, but I mean, I don't like revisiting old stories. I mean, right. you've cleaned up your villain. You're done. And that was a good ending. You know, all right. That the cap didn't see. Yeah, well, I'm, st- I'm, I'm, st- I'm feeling bad about it. It's not like it's not like Doctor Who, where I'm like, oh yeah, oh, I'm, I don't miss anything. I really want to see this show. Yeah. So now the question is, what is the difference between? The, I mean, because obviously it's the first two episodes of Sleepy Hollow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> no, what is the difference between the past couple of seasons for Sleepy Hollow and this season thus far? In your, in your two opinion, what do you think, there, Mister? Mr. RT Square. What do you think is the difference between you know? Well, before it was like they know who they're fighting. 
mm-hmm. right? And now they're just starting to figure out who they have to fight. Because before it was, you have a, you know that that the main villain was Malik, and you know that his ultimate goal is apocalypse. You know, just mm-hmm. total destruction, bringing hell on earth. We don't really know what Pandora wants right. yet. We just know she's causing trouble right now. She's just releasing demons and having and evidently she has a green thumb for growing dead plants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz like there's this plant that she's watering. Apparently all the chaos that's being wrought by her releasing these monsters has caused this pool of water become I guess uh, plant food rich, I don't know, and then she yeah. waters the plant and it grows. Okay. Um what about you? So man? this could be some kind of a it could relate back to Greek mythology. It could be like the you know yeah. the tree Idriel. It could be anything. I mean, we don't know what this is causing. And then uh, they, they set up uh, a sort of. I don't know if they're setting up for like seven more seasons or something because it was like what he read on the tablet mm-hmm. that there's like seven trials. Was it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. They could either do it a season at a time. They could do it, you know, a couple in a season. Yeah. They've definitely at least left them room to grow because they said that the first thing with Malik was only the the witnesses' first trial. Right. Everything yeah. that there's still more to follow. Right. Um, for me, I I actually, believe it or not, I mean, I see a lot more similar than dissimilar. I mean, you know, yes, uh, Abby is with the FBI as opposed to being, you know, part of the sheriff's. But, I mean, that's only allowing... It, it's, it's actually odd. I mean, I know that the FBI does... They do have areas that they work. I mean, it, it's not like, you know, like we're used to in the movies. I'm FBI, and but some odd reason you're traveling the entire United States yeah. doing work. It doesn't work like that. They have areas. But it's just so funny that it's like, so... You went to the FBI to just basically be reassigned back to Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I'm like, so there's a Sleepy Hollow FBI agent, which now so that <laughs> is <a> unbelievable. <laughs> you it's, know? it's a regional branch in Sleepy right, Hollow. Right, yeah. Like, of all places, that's like, you know, like, like the Dukes of Hazards town having a FBI branch, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, but I'm accepting of it. I mean, it's not, it's not that hard to swallow, you know. No, and then there's like, uh, she gets more uh, rope this time. Right. Like, uh, what is it? They, they don't really look look at what she's doing in her cases or anything like mm-hmm. even the director the new director is her ex-boyfriend right and he's like oh yeah I'm, you know I, I give you the room to do whatever you need to do right I'm not even yeah. gonna look into what you're doing I'm not even gonna ask questions you, you get it done mm-hmm. and I'll be fine with it wow yeah, yeah. but I mean the, uh, the story the way the stories are told still feel the same which as much as I and I love this uh, the, the entire se- uh, the show um, all the seasons their storytelling sometimes, or actually quite often, falters from a very simplistic, like, it's like, it starts off, you're like, wow, this is really cool, like, holy hell, I mean, it's it's a series, it's not like it's, you know, this isn't the 70s where everything was a one episode type thing, so, you know, you can build your mythology, you can have your villain from last week kind of creep into this week, you know, I mean, and then kill him off in a couple of episodes, but with them, most of the time, it's like, wow, this is really intense. Wow, how are they ever going to get out of this one? They'll never figure out, oh, they figured it out. It's done. It's an hour <laughs> over. You know, like, it's, oh, so, so it's, like, it's very clean that way. Yeah, they're yeah. still just like they it's, were before. They're one offs. So yeah. Right. Um, you know, but it's one offs, but um, with, with just like before, with, with, a, an overall, with an overall villain. Exactly. Okay, wow. All right. So, and, so you're saying that basically it doesn't seem too different because usually when you have a new, especially with the direction they went where they got rid of the entire right. cast and nobody came back. You would figure maybe new writers or whatever, and you have it would have a different feel. Right. So you're saying it's the same feel. At least to me, you think it has the same yeah. feel, right? Yeah. I mean, it feels like I said. I mean, except it just feels like um, if if you had never told me that they have different writers, you would just think okay, the writers just had her change jobs and had to rearrange how like Ichabod's feeling because obviously he doesn't, you know, he didn't feel that he had a purpose, you know, until this new thing has popped, this new evil popped up because he's thinking, well, the only thing I knew that we had to do was to stop Moloch, and you know, now I'm 250 years into the future. And everyone I know is dead. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? 
for some reason, I have this strange feeling that they're going to bring Betsy Ross in from I the past. I was just about to say, how do you think about Betsy Ross? And I hope they don't bring her from the past because that's, that feels too... It, it, that that's just to um, how contrive. Br- how would they bring her from the past? It's, I mean, it's, ma- I mean, it's magic, 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 supernatural. Yeah, but, I mean, it's just they could have her reincarnated, and that she's possessed into a world. I mean, there's a billion ways they could do it, yeah. and and they wouldn't be that bad. I just don't want that. I, I, I you don't, don't want to see it. Yeah, it's just too much. My guess here's one way where I, I could see it happening: where it be where there's a case happening that him uh, that Ichabod and Betsy worked on, mm-hmm. and where she disappeared. Right. Like she went into like a portal or something, and it turns out that the portal actually led her into the future. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, there's a bunch of ways, you know. Um, I just, because also, I mean, and the thing is, I can, and I can see from a writer's point of view why they would want that. I mean, A, you know, love interest from the same time period or possible. I mean, they were lovers at a point, but yeah. like maybe it won't work out in this time. But also, they can also go back to the, well, you know, Ichabod's kind of getting familiar with how things work now, but if we bring someone else from his time period, we can run the same jokes again about, wow, this is really expensive and coffee costs how much? And, you know, yeah. and it'll be like, no, don't, don't do that again. <laughs> you know, because I've seen shows where they've done that before, you know. And it would be even funnier is if she actually adapts a lot quicker than he did. I just, um, the problem I have is I don't like mixing my magic and my time travel together. Right, or or at least where people can bounce back and forth. I, I think maybe if you pull somebody from the from the past or their essence, and you know they can't go back, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. But when we're talking about magic and mysticism, like we do in this series, I don't like to mix it with my um. Well, it just makes it. I mean, well, time travel also just makes everything dirty. To it me, does to me. Dirty. If you have to, <laughs> say it again, Mike. Say it again. It makes it dirty. Good job. <laughs> uh, it's just that, so that if you have to mix it, I mean, if you have to have time travel, it should be. Like once in a blue moon, like right. they already did it last season, so there should be no more time travel until like season five, <laughs> you know, <laughs> season, series finale. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, and those only two episodes. Are there anything else you guys wanted to add? To add in? Excuse me. No, I'm good with that. Abby still looks hot. So of course, uh, yeah, of course. Oh, no, but they all look the same, Ralph. And I'm not talking about black. He said all women look the same. Remember? Uh, no, no, I said all people look the same. Same shit. I guess. So women aren't people. Oh man! Now, man, we got all these women listening in now. Uh, the Let me I'm sorry finish. <laughs> They're more than people. They're better. Yeah, that's nice. Nice cover. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. So, do you guys have ratings for Sleepy sure. Hollow? Because yeah. obviously, we can't rename it because we haven't finished the season yet, right? So, um, ratings for Sleepy Hollow, or at least the first two episodes, Ralph. So far, I give it. Uh, seven. Oh my God! I can't believe this beer is only a dollar out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? A uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon? No, I think he was drinking a Samuel Adams. Yeah, Ichabod. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Was it like product placement where it was turned in the direction I don't of? Know if we saw it though. I think he just happened to mention he was drinking. Yeah. 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 Oh my God, <laughs> Mike. Um, I give it eight and a half spaghetti and musket balls out of ten. Spaghetti and musket balls? <laughs> yeah, they went to a diner that was themed from the old colonial days. Oh yeah, and he <laughs> was just so pissed. <laughs> it's like this is what uh, 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 this is what General Washington fought for. Yeah, like our, our poor founding fathers. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> you had four fathers. Wow, yeah. that's cool. Oh yeah. Is, is it like Voltron, where where, where four fathers form one big father father, and you know like. I, wouldn't that be five though, if it was Voltron? I, I, I'm just used, never mind. Fuck it. <laughs> there goes my math. Um, okay, so let's move on to another Fox show that, that's pretty successful, despite what people say about it. Is Gotham, and with another synopsis, is another time that MFG has to speak. So, 
Mike, go right ahead. You lucky devils. <laughs> uh, Gotham premiered on Fox on September 22nd, 2014, as a fanboy irre- irrelevant telling of uh, James Gordon's attempt to tame the dangerous city that will one day be home to Batman. Now, the show was met with mixed reviews uh, of its disjointed Villain of the Week format and uneven story tone, but returned for season two with a renewed focus and stable storytelling. Alrighty, with a walk that could make Blackbeard sick, Penguin has become top dog of Gotham Underworld. Babyface Jim Gordon has failed his city so many times, I'm surprised Arrow hasn't killed him. (laughs) Yet somehow, he not only keeps his job, but he gets promoted. Riddler's slow burn insanity has been reduced to a simmer on the back burner. Lucius Fox evidently strokes off thinking about Thomas Wayne. I'll get to that later. (laughs) For unknown reasons, Bruce Wayne and Selina Kyle have not been dragged out back and beaten like a dog that killed your favorite kid. And Alfred ain't got no game with the ladies. But hey, this is the season of new villains, so sit back and watch the bodies fall from the roof. Uh, We're starring Ben McKenzie as James Gordon, Donald Logue as Harvey Bullock, Robin Lloyd Taylor as Oswald Cobblepot, David Mazuz as Bruce Wayne, Sean Pertwee as Alfred Pennyworth, uh, Cameron Bicondova as Selena Kyle, Corey Michael Smith as Edward Nigma, Chris Chalk as Lucius Fox, James Frain as Theo Gallivan, Jessica Lucas as Tabitha Gallivan, and Aaron Richards as Barbara Spookin. That's who my least favorite character is besides Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle. All right, let's go right into it. Why why is she she your least favorite character? Because she sucks. (laughs) Could could we elaborate? Um, I mean, as an actress, maybe she's a good actress. I don't know what else she's been in. I don't know if I've seen her in anything else. As Barbara Keene... She's just hard. I mean, that's the writing and the directing. I'm assuming. I can't blame her personally, but it's just it's just a poorly written character that's been thrust into insanity, villainousness. You know, like All I right. don't know. Okay. All right. Anyhow, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um. Well, what, it's interesting because what you said in the synopsis was that you know season one was more like villain of the week, and then season two was has a little bit more of a I won't say cleaner, but a, a different kind of a format in their storytelling. Um. Do you think that's because that the story was supposed to evolve this way, or was it more like fans think it kind of sucks? Let's change it up. I guarantee you, Fox will tell you this is exactly what they had planned. I personally believe that, like any place, you should be listening to your fans. And like I said, it wasn't reviled by fans, but I think fans have a lot of problems. It was reviled by this because, fan. It, but if they were listening to fans, it's I have no matter who I've heard that's been positive about the show. I have not run into anybody, even on the the internet. I have not run into anyone that loves Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle. I haven't. I, I just have not heard anyone go. This is exactly what I imagined. I've heard, this I've, is exactly what I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard. I've heard a couple of people say that they like um, the Bruce Wayne Selena Kyle thing, and I'm like, really? I'm glad I don't know those people. Now, now, mind you, I don't. I, I haven't watched Gotham. I watched parts of season one, and there are parts I liked, and there's part and a lot of things I didn't like. Now, I jumped back on board once that they had this Jerome character. Um, Jerome. <laughs> Yes, they had Jerome in there. It's contagious. It's very contagious. So um, they have Jerome there, and I started watching it more, and I noticed that the story was different. It was kind of interesting. But I, I don't know. I I, I feel like they're, they're, they're trying too hard to appease to the fans that they might have lost. Yeah, I guess. it's The, the thing is with the storytelling in general is it's, like I said, last season was more disjointed. It's what it is. It's very uneven. For instance, what do we know about, what do we know established in season one from the very beginning and established about the whole town? What, what, what one group is truly corrupt? The police. Correct. Now, the police are corrupt when they want them to be corrupt. 
Right. Have you noticed that? Yeah. It's like, you know, now suddenly it's like, oh, no, we're all banned together. And like Essen. I mean, yeah, she's a good person. She's like, I took this job to get rid of all the crime in the city. Really? Because you prevented Jim from looking into mostly all the crime last season. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it's everyone that now suddenly, for no reason at all, all the cops have always been on the right side. So, so, so they, <laughs> you know, they, they, they made a 180 turn that wasn't, that, that wasn't either explained or really like yeah. hashed out. Well, I think it's because they realized that they kind of got themselves into it. I mean, when you're telling me that the whole police force is corrupt. You don't. You cannot be one outsider that's going to fix it. You can't. Yeah. You know, you know what happened was they all made that left turn at Albuquerque, but now they turned around and came back. Ah, there you go. Oh boy, <laughs> so, that didn't Good. deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> so Gotham has had three episodes so far right. as of today. It's uh-huh. had three episodes. With right. The fourth one um, airing tonight. Season two. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But season two. Is it a season two? Yes. I'm like, why season two? Yeah, I know what you mean. Four, I'm sorry, four episodes of season two. Gotcha. Girls, girls, you're both pretty. <laughs> pretty awesome. Pretty awful. <laughs> and you gave it to him, really? <laughs> Listen, game respects game. All right. <laughs> wow. Yuts respects yuts. Um, but what I was going to say was that, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say now. Thank God. So Anyhow, <laughs> let's talk about something else. <laughs> no, okay. So um, what I guess what bothers me is that I mean, for these three episodes, it feels like it's gone somewhere, and I don't want to give it away, but um, there was a major swerve in the storytelling. How did you feel about that swerve? No problem with it at all. Um, I, I already have a problem with the fact that all the villains that we know definitely would be the actual villains that Bruce Wayne will fight I'm sorry, we'll begin to fight in 13 more years. We're not talking, he's not going to meet them all on the same day. Right. You know, like, um, we're are, are all going to be near, in, or way past their 40s by the time this 25 year old starts to fight them. Right. Um, so the fact that uh, one villain didn't turn out to be the villain that we thought he was, I don't have a problem with it. I, I just thought he did a really great job and I, I appreciate it and I'm ready to move on. What about you, Ralph? When the swerve happened, how, how did you feel? Honestly, like, same way Mike feels. It's like it's, it's crazy. It's like you're gonna throw in all these villains now. I understand they're they're saying that it's not canon, but even then, like where are they gonna take the show? Right. I I, I feel this way, and mind you, you know, you, everybody knows I don't like the show, and I started jumping back on board number one because we had to review it, but number two because you know it's Batman. I'm trying to give it a second chance, and maybe the second it's season Gotham, is, not Batman. Well, it's a Batman based story. Right. You no, know what I mean? I heard you. Yeah. They have not mentioned Batman once in that show. Well, he has Exactly. So it's Gotham. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is this: that you're right. Things are not canon, so they could stand alone. If that's true, then with the swerve that happened, with the character we thought it was going to be, then then ended up not being. I'm like, well, you know what? If you're going to try to explain it that way with the actor they picked and the way that 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 they had him portray or somewhat portray the the person we thought it was, I was okay with it. I was like, you know what? It's not. If it's not canon, we're not going to say it's canon. Fine. If that's what you're going to say, that's what he's going to be. You know what? No problem. Because the way he acted was better than I've seen previous actors play that part. Oh, yeah. He, he was the most intriguing part of, of, of the show. Yeah. We already said the warning. The character we're talking about is the Joker. God damn. And Jerome. <laughs> yeah, Jerome that, dies. That was getting confusingly vague. But um. <laughs> okay, fine. Fuck but, it. Yeah, it was but, Jerome. But, I mean, <laughs> but the only thing is that, uh, like I said, I, didn't, I don't have a problem with uh, Jerome being dead. What my problem is, and again, I don't care that this is not canon. In other words, I'm very well accepting that you're giving me a different mythology. It's just that if your mythology sucks, it's still going to, it still has to, it's still based in 
some form of Batman that we know. Right. You can't, because otherwise then you're not telling a story that includes Batman, which is what you're doing, you know? So that, fine to say that Jerome wasn't the Joker. I'm good with that. Fine with saying that someone, like we have lots of people that are influenced by serial killers and they decide to become serial killers. But to basically tell me at the end of that episode that somehow, mystically, his insanity is infecting people through the TV screen... And that's going to possibly lead to us to a Joker in the future. I just call severe bullshit on that. Like, <laughs> I mean, like there's not a cowbell loud, loud enough to bring out <laughs> bullshit on that. You know, I agree. Because that's just stupid. You know? think, 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 and think, mind think. you, there's nothing about ner- um, gas or any kind of subliminal messaging or any of that stuff. Right. Yeah, they didn't. They, they didn't even use like you know. Like, let's go back to old school comics where I'm sending out a signal through the wires of the air and that's going to affect people. Like, that wasn't like Galavan's ultimate. I mean, it would be corny, but at least then you could go, oh, that got out there. Right, exactly. I mean, it's stupid, yeah. but I accept it. But no, you're telling me that because your dad, who was a fake fortune teller, said that your your legacy, your curse will be death and insanity on this that city. that's what's yeah on the city that that's somehow going to produce the joker later on it i'm like be i'm sorry I, I was just more lame that, that, that he wasn't the joker just because i mean out of all the jokers i've seen after after nicholson mm-hmm. and nicholson was okay he was nicholson just playing the joker but you know he was pretty fucking good so i was like wow he, he's excited to watch and to, to, to kill him off i mean it was good because it's it's one of those things where it's like well don't expect this person to be this person that you think it is because right. he might not be Right. Well, what, what I like, though, is that um, and it's maybe this for, you know, for those of you, first of all, that appreciated uh, the portrayal that Jerome did uh, for being the Joker. Um, it's why when people have asked me who my favorite Joker is, I've always said it's Cesar Romero. And now he's the campy Batman 66 Joker, uh, which is lighthearted. It's family fair. Obviously, he's not killing people. You know, it's not the kind of show. But um, and I don't remember the actor's name, so forgive me. Uh, the guy that's uh, playing Jerome. He, if you look at his performance, he is doing Cesar Romero. His face, the way he holds his face, even the, even his laugh is Cesar Romero's laugh, and that's why. Because yes, even though Cesar Romero was doing it for children, right? With his mustache on, right? This <laughs> this was like if Cesar Romero didn't have to do the Joker for children, this is what he would have done. Yeah. And and the fact that everybody loves this version, I'm like, that's why I love Cesar Romero. I in my mind, I could see this is what he would have been. Yeah, as the Joker, he would have been crazy, and that freaks me out you know <laughs> yeah you know nicholson wasn't my favorite um you know heath ledger did a great job as a villain i just didn't see him as a, the joker and um jared leto it's obviously we'll find out you know but uh this is closer to what i both Cesar romero and uh the way jerome did it uh it's closer to what i perceive as my joker and obviously you know that goes without saying that the animated series is, is the joker yeah. yes that absolutely. goes without saying mark hamill yeah, mark Ham- yeah but it's not just his voice but i mean it's the it's the dialogue that yeah. they gave the joker i mean that is Truly, the Joker. You know, yeah. And, and, um, just while we're on the subject of um, thinking a certain character is going to end up a certain way, how do we feel where Barbara Keen is going? Because I know you talked about you don't like her because you know, for, for what? Yeah, but well, I got concerned uh, in 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 Arkham, um, in Arkham Asylum when they kept having the only female in the rec room for no reason, uh, even though they have other women there. Um, the fact that Jerome and uh, she and Jerome were like you know buddy buddy, I'm like, do not even try and tell me she's Harlequin. <laughs> I mean, luckily he's dead so it doesn't but i'm like stop she's just not you know she she doesn't have the acting chops to do it you know well how do you feel ralph i don't like i don't know how it's gonna work because like if, okay everyone knows that barbara and gordon end up together right so it's like how is how are the 
he's going to take her back after everything that she's done. She killed her parents. Pretty sure she killed some more people along the way. Or at least she's allowed it and been happy about it. I mean, yeah. she's she's definitely crazy. Even right. if, even if even if she didn't kill her children, her parents, even if that was just she thought she did it, she's still crazy. Yeah. The only way <laughs> yeah. I can see this going down is like if she somehow I don't know drugs Gordon, rapes him, and gets pregnant that way. Right. You know? But then that's just a turn that. Yeah. I don't even want that associated with that girl. Like that's a turn so, I don't so, want. So, so yeah, now yeah. you're saying you want her to be Talia Ghul? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Apparently. I mean, but also, I mean, you're all, and also though, when you realize that the way that they've set up this story, um, I mean, and again, let's just say they try to kind of keep it to canon. Um, you know, it's he's got to be having that kid pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, actually, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, because Batgirl is out not that long after Batman's been around in the newer Fifty Two version. Right. So yeah, so he'd have to like start getting that baby done now, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's it, <laughs> getting that baby done. Yeah, and then it, it, it doesn't make any sense. If he has the baby with Lee, why would he name her Barbara? Right. Yeah, I want to remember my crazy ex fiance. Yeah, I was about to say it doesn't even sure, work honey, that way. Let's let's name it after your crazy ex fiance. You know, because I tried to think about that. I was like, I was wondering that if there was a way, it was another swerve, and that maybe Barbara Keen was not the one he has the kid with right. but then he ends up naming her Barbara but oh, yeah. that doesn't, it still no, doesn't it work no, yeah first of all she's not going to allow that yeah you want to name it after your ex-fiance no yeah sure <laughs> no, no, no. yeah sure why not sure uh-huh. unless we get we get the Dark Knight Rises twist Leah Leah Thompson I want to marry you certainly but call me by my full name Leah Barbara Thompson <laughs> <laughs> And you'd be like, fuck you, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny, we're talking about all this Gotham stuff. We really haven't talked about Gordon. We've talked about we've talked about Jerome. We've talked about he's so bland. And his talk about a character that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm cleaning up the cities except for when I work for the penguin and then kill a man. Yeah, I was so I was so <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Now mind you, I know you I know you've complained about it, Mike, but when that happened when he did something for the Joker so that he can be able to, you know, join right. back the force, I was like, Really? Yeah. Really, I guess, and mind you, we've argued about Bullock and the ability that, that he was dirty. Right. We've argued about that. But I couldn't see Jim doing it. Yeah. It, it, that is something I just don't understand. Yeah. How he could just kill a man. Up top. <laughs> okay, I'll give him a high five for that. That's, that's a, a I have no idea who he's talking it's, about. It's a lyric of a song. Uh, <laughs> and luckily, once again, I'm ignorant on, on their colored folk music. It was rap, so yeah. So Thank like, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way say it was rap. Almost like, Mike, you should know about this. You're black. It's yeah, rap. Exactly. <laughs> But um, yeah, the other thing is, uh, oh, the thing that also just disturbs me, uh, just pulling this back around before we take too long here, is uh, so we finally get the door open at the bottom of the mansion. Okay. Once again, I keep telling you that Alfred is evidently on the will if Bruce dies or gets put away or goes insane. <laughs> what are you building, Master Bruce? A bomb. bomb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, actually, you need more fertilizer for a bigger explosion. Really, Alfred? That's, that's, that's where we're going with this? Like, um, so anyhow, so they open it up. What really disturbs me more than anything, more than anything at all, because first of all, you know, they're probably going to go the the standard route, which is maybe Thomas Wayne was doing something bad, but then we're going to find out he wasn't. But more importantly is basically he was Batman without being Batman. Mm -hmm. He already has bulletproof vest down there with obvious bullet holes in it. He's got bags of blood from when he gets injured. It's like, so that means you were going out at night and trying to do some right. Because, you know, but they'll probably think it was wrong at first. They'll probably think maybe he was a killer. But yeah. then you're going to find out, no, no, my dad was fighting the good fight, which also then means you're telling me that Bruce Wayne never had the idea to become right. Batman. That, that, that it was, the idea was kind of handed to yeah. him as opposed to him figuring it out exactly. himself. Exactly, yeah. 
So I, I mean, I'm just not liking this, you know. And then, but remember the conversation with Lucius Fox where he says that your dad uh, always tried to do good. Right. He was trying to, there was a lot that he kept for me, exactly. even for me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're leading into this. By the way, I'm sorry. I'll, 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 so, because you're because so, talking about yeah, Lucius Fox, yeah. I wanted to get to that point. So, what were we talking about? If you remember, it, it's, it's an off-the-cuff comment that wouldn't be bad if there was any more conversation prior to his statement. They, we don't know any relationship that, that Lucius had with Thomas. We know that you know Thomas Wayne owned Wayne Foundation. Lucius Fox worked for him like thousands of employees they probably have. Right. You don't. He had never said that he and Thomas hung out all the time. He mentored him. You have nothing more than he asked me to build these computers for him, and he was a good man. He goes, I, I loved him. him. And I'm like, what? And, and he doesn't go like, I loved him because he was a... No, no. He just goes, I loved him. And I'm like, um... <laughs> in, the, in the way that a man loves another man? I, no, but I mean, and it's not that I care, even if it is in a homosexual manner. Obviously, I don't care. That It's just... It's just an odd statement that no one else in the room, meaning Alfred and, and Bruce, they, they weren't like, what? what? <laughs> like, which would have been my reaction. Right. You would have been like, what do you mean? Because <laughs> no, Alfred, yourself. if you saw the look on Alfred, he's like, yeah, I love them too. <laughs> so yeah, it was just really, it was just a weird statement. I'm like, so uh, so trying to say Lucius Fox is trying to fight. It was following Thomas Wayne home, and he was like, I'll call. <laughs> All right, I promise. <laughs> Why don't I take you to Zorro? <laughs> yeah, it was just one of those weird things that I'm like, what do they mean? You know, I'm, I'm sure it's, I mean, obviously, I'm sure it was meant innocently, but it was just an odd statement for, you know, in any age, for a man to make about another man without any other statement. Now, even if he had just said, your father was strong, da 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 da, and Lucius is known to be gay, and he was like, "I loved him." You'd be like, "Oh, okay, I don't care about the statement." Yeah. But assuming that wasn't stated already, you're like, "That was weird." <laughs> <laughs> it seems like there's a lot of weird things going on with with, with this yeah. show, and even though they're trying to make it better, it's it's kind of you know, um, it's turning. I mean, it, it got interesting, but now with I mean, with the whole barbecue, I'm very, st- I'm still interested. What they're gonna do with barbecue, and now yeah. that um, Jerome's gone, I'm very interested. Yeah. What do we think about Theo Gallivan? And his his sister. Oh, and I always love that they, oh, yeah. their their fallback with Barbara to make her seem interesting is she's also a lesbian too. Don't forget. And you're like, oh yeah, that's not really interesting. <laughs> like, like it's not interesting. It's a thing, you know. Theo Gallivan. I mean, he, he's he's okay. I yeah. mean, you know, he, he's he's kind of like the big bad. It seems like between because right. they haven't shown. It's it's funny they haven't shown a lot of the penguin. They've shown a yeah. little bit. Yeah, you know, I mean, he more, was in the beginning, but yeah, we haven't seen much. Yeah, episode. Well, he wasn't in the second episode at all. Yeah, no. and then third, he was there for like a piece. Yeah, yeah. I still love him. He's still great. I don't like him that much. I mean, I like his acting, but I don't know. I'm just yeah. I, I know guess. you don't like him. I know uh, Super Gabe. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, the only person that calls Super Gabe Super Gabe is Super Gabe. Gabe. <laughs> 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 but I, I know Super Gabe doesn't like him either, you know. But I, but I, I really enjoy him a lot. Yeah, but they haven't shown him a lot. So I was wondering. I'm like, wow. I thought Penguin was going to be the big bad of this of this series. But now when I saw um, Theo Gallivan, I was like, oh, okay, they're going to go mm-hmm. this way with it. And, and then, I'm sure later on on the line, there's going to be some sort of conflict between both of them. Together. Oh, I would imagine they have to at some point. I mean, you know, it's only but so. Much. I mean, even as a as a, a kingpin of the underworld, you can't have. You can't have people afraid to come to the city. I mean, like, how else am I going to get my gambling, prostitution, and, you know, drugs and money running, <laughs> money done if your killers are keeping people out of the city? Right. <laughs> you know? So that's, you're going to hurt business long enough is what I'm leading to. So I would imagine that, if, of, if nothing else, is where Penguin and Galavan will end up probably meeting off. Yeah. And, and it was interesting how he gave a, a little hint of where he's from. Which one? I, 
um, Theo Gallivan talking oh. about like you know his family's kind of built this city. And oh blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. And I was like, oh, it sounds f- sounds very Court of Owls. Yes, I know. And she was like, that's Court of Owls. I was so impressed. She was that's that's Court of Owls. Like, yes, that that's it. That's it. So <laughs> it was really cool. Even though I I don't like the idea of the Court of Owls being no. put in now, but no, I mean, it, I mean, again, we know that they were always there. Um, you know, but I mean, just I, I don't want to take any thunder away from from G, but you know, it's only one of three sentences she knows how to say. <laughs> 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 Anything else we want to share about Gotham before we go to ratings? Love you, Gigi. <laughs> Anything for you, Ralph? Uh, no. Uh, well, I, I would say if if it was the Court of Owls, I mean, it'd probably be in place because in the story, Thomas Wayne was actually offered a position in the Court of Owls, right? Right. Which would mean, I mean, just any wealthy family would imagine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that right. would seem to work. Okay. Ratings for the first three episodes of Gotham. I'll start off with mine. I'm going to give it six. Why is Bruce still here out of 10? I think it's, I think it's interesting enough that I'm, st- I'm starting to watch it again, but it's poorly executed. But it's like a, it's like a car crash sometimes. Yeah. Mike? Um, I give it eight. This series is actually making me hate Batman out of 10. But you gave it eight out of 10? Wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, no. It's not making me hate Gotham. It's, it's making me hate Batman. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Ralph? Yeah, I give it six. Selena's working for the Penguin? Question mark foreshadowing from an old movie? I don't know. <laughs> out of? Out of 10. Okay, there you go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, that, there's claws that go with that rating too, right? <laughs> All right. Yeah, claws to your face. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Sleepy Hollow and Gotham. Let's see if Fox don't fuck this up. So now let's go, um, take a break, and we'll be back with more. Meanwhile, 22 pages later, after I figure out what would musket balls taste like, and I mean the, the dish, not the actual Musket ball. or musky? <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> so you've watched Daredevil twice? Sure, you're going to pass judgment, Mr. I Love Barbed Wire. Hey, Grumpy Oldman, we're recording a commercial here. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're just mad because we're not talking about your all-time favorite movie, Tomcats. Isn't that only watched by 12-year-old girls? Ralph is a 12-year-old girl. Have you not seen him? Hey, that's a good movie. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Hey, guys, this is The Cap here with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph the Tech inviting you to join the conversation from the show. We know you love Doctor Who, superheroes and their villains, gaming and TV and movie watching, but you need some very honest reviews from some very funny guys. So why don't you join in the conversation? Check out our Facebook page where you can like it and even leave a comment. And if you want to share it with your friends, our podcast is located on iTunes and also on SoundCloud. Because you hear what they say, great comic book debates are better in numbers. Now back to the show. All right, now we're back with the second half and we're going to talk about CW's two big shows. The first one we're going to talk about we're is... talking about their big meat? No. Oh. Now it's the potatoes. We just covered the meat. <laughs> ah. <laughs> we're going to talk about Flash and with a synopsis of the first episode or at least this season, switch to season two, is MFG Muck the Finance Guy. Yes, I know you missed me. <laughs> All right. After a breakout season one, CW's The Flash was a no-brainer for a renewal. Still headed by series developers Greg Berlanti and Andrew Kreisberg, the new season has the same fun and danger that kept cool nerds and boring non-nerds alike tuning in each week. Uh, never want to shy away from a big gaping hole, Flash saved Central City, nay, the world, from being <laughs> sucked into a singularity that appeared above the city at the close of season one. But the victory came at a cost, as the sexier half of the Firestorm Matrix was apparently killed while assisting the fastest man alive, leaving old Professor Stein to masturbate to the memories of Ronnie banging Caitlin Snow on the coffee table. 
Now fighting crime alone, Barry is faced with new and terrible threats that have entered this world during the time the black hole was open. He will need his family, friends, and allies to guide him back to the path of the hero the comic book world has always known him to be. Not a slack-jawed, nose-picking, no-account, grease-monkey-poser-like Wally, second-fastest-man-alive wow. West. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Only slightly. Uh, starring Grant Gustin as Barry Allen, Jesse L. Martin as Joe West, Candace Patton as Iris West, Danielle Panabaker as Dr. Caitlin Snow, Carlos Valdez as Cisco Ramon, Adam The Edge Copeland as Al Rothstein. Yeah, Edge, that's right. And it's funny, um, when we, when I was watching it with G, she pointed it out. I didn't recognize him until he took off he the helmet. He looked very different. You know what I mean? He's gained a little bit of well, weight. I, I like how he put that. I didn't recognize him until he took off the helmet. Well, well he no, was wearing a helmet. No, no, no because when they, when, <laughs> no, because when they showed him dead, they show his face. Right, yeah. yeah. And, I was, and I didn't recognize him then. G's like... Do you not see who that is? And that's he, one of my favorite he, wrestlers. Really, he looks different. I mean, I see him, you know, weekly on Haven. Yeah, and he looked nothing like that. I mean, nope. I mean, he I, doesn't have that much facial hair, but I guess just the lack of it well, the, really makes a difference. The Haven was before. I, I'm pretty sure they pre-recorded. Like they. Recorded. I mean, it's not. It's not like Havens from like you know 15 years ago. I mean, you know, it's, just, it's a few months though. Yeah, so but like, he didn't look anything months. like him. I, it wasn't until I'm like, oh, that's him. They yeah. might have added some extra stuff. That's so. true too. Yeah. All right. So Flash, um, season one was great. Season two, we've only got one episode. How do we feel? How do we like this first episode? It, I mean, I like. I it. will beat any of you if you didn't like it. <laughs> no kidding. No, I, I did I really not like that episode. Get my belt. I loved it. Get my switch. <laughs> I loved my it. Goodness. Don't Adrian Peterson, then, please. <laughs> but um, I mean, did, did you love it, Ralph? Did you really love it? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was great. It was true. Was too. it good for you? Yeah, it was. It was I great. thought so. It was great for me. <laughs> God, <laughs> just feel icky all over. <laughs> um, how do how do we feel about um, the idea that they brought in the Adam Smasher for this? I don't understand that one. I, Adam Smasher is a hero, so I don't know why they made him a villain. That it, it's it's just one of those questionable. And I I, I think someone I, were we talking Ralph when you were like, oh, yeah. maybe it's because he's an alternate. But I'm like, but Adam Smasher is from Earth Two, the same place that Jay Garrick is from. You know? My my guess is that. Because he was a hero, we know that Zoom is the one that's sending uh, these uh, people over to try to kill Barry. So maybe uh, he has something, like he probably held someone hostage that the Adam Smasher loved, and is forcing him to do it. You know? Yeah, I mean, it just would have been nice. I mean, granted, they can always reference it later. It would have just been nice if he had said that in his, I'm assuming. By, by the way, is everyone cool with the fact that, uh, that I mean, he didn't personally do it with a gun, but it's like, are we all comfortable that, that Flash is like, yeah, I just killed you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, are we comfortable with this? By the way, because because it's just like I mean, because everybody else was like, well, you know, if he is trapped in there, and everyone's like, yeah, we know, but like nobody seemed like, oh, this is really going to suck killing a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's either him or me, you know. So it's right. like, if you kill Adam Smasher, then you save the city. Well, it really wasn't. I mean, like he wasn't going around like randomly killing people. He just wanted to kill the Flash. So really, if he had just if they just let him kill Barry. He probably wasn't going to do anything else. <laughs> that is true. No, it was just one of those weird things. Yeah, like, I, I, like, I didn't think I mean, about that. It wasn't like they were like, oh, and you know, because they didn't like how they always ended with, oh, we just locked him up in the in the cage. It's like, no, he's dead. Well, <laughs> maybe I guess they probably didn't think that he would die if they overloaded him with radiation. But Stein did. You know, I, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I just thought that was just kind of weird. No, what I was saying though is that like with his dying breath, when he was just like, you know, you know, he said that he, I just wanted to go home. Like if he had said some, some, something like, you know. 
I just want to make sure my family would be safe that now that Zoom hasn't, then I wouldn't have felt so bad that they right. made Adam Smasher a bad guy. He's oh. not an interesting character. I just didn't understand the need. Or oh, that could have been it, where it's like Zoom sent him over there and said, you're not coming back until you kill Barry Allen. So right. 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 Now my point is, it's just, it wasn't said. I was just surprised that they took, because uh, they could have taken any villain. Yeah. Like, it was just, that's what I'm just saying. Like, why didn't you just take a villain? Yeah. The next, the next episode was a villain. Yeah. Um, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm very excited to see what they're going to do with this. I, I'm already hesitant knowing that uh, that Dr. Wells is back. I mean, we already know that the, the guy that played Dr. Wells is coming back this season. Yeah, Tom right. Cavanaugh. You know, so I love I, Tom Cavanaugh. I, yeah, I mean, I love him, but I'm like... Eh. Well, I mean, I, I thought that Tom Cavanaugh... I didn't think they were going to kill him off so quick at the end of the season. Right. I mean, it's one of the things that you like about, about certain shows. Clean like, up your villains kill, before kill, you start working with them. Right, kill, kill your villain at the end of, the, at the, end of the, the season so that this way you don't fight alongside them. But... Yeah. I, I thought he would have lasted for a little bit longer, so I was wondering, now that um, supposedly he's gone, what was going to happen? Right. And, and I don't believe that whoever Zoom is, I do not believe it's supposed to be him. Like, I mean, I think there is an entire... A, a separate person yeah. in Zoom. Right. Yeah. Now, how did you guys feel about about um, Professor Wells doing Barry that solid? Doing him a solid... I, I, I mean, it was nice. Um, I liked it. I just thought that the end result of that solid was rushed. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. But it was rushed, rushed. I yeah. mean, it was just like, here's 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 the solid I did you. I've confessed all the details the police will need to know that I killed, um, you know, uh, Barry's mother and that his father's innocent. Okay, cool. If you told me in three episodes later, um, Henry Allen was like, you know what? I don't fit in here. You don't need me anymore. I'm going to go away. But for him to be like, wow, I'm out of jail. Well, I'm leaving. <laughs> because it was literally the same day. They didn't even get to serve the, the, the welcome home cake. Right, the cake wasn't even out yet. I'm like... <laughs> What? <laughs> it's like, thanks, but I got this bitch waiting for me yeah. over in, in Central City, so I'm going to get the I really missed the caress of, of Hugo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just going to go visit him at the cell. <laughs> I'm going to go commit another crime so I can go back in. <laughs> you know it would be funny if he makes an appearance in, in Arrow in Star City? Because yeah, be kind of cool. Because he's a doctor, so it's like maybe they I'll need doctors. Oh, I mean, they can always have more. I, I have told you before, I mean, because... Jay Garrick, I mean, granted, this is CW where everyone is young and pretty. We know that. Um, but because Jay Garrick is, you know, always been the older, like the much older Flash, I really would have just loved it if he happened to have been Jay Garrick in yeah. the ultimate reality. Like, that, like yeah. that, I, because since he was the Flash already, for yeah. real, you know, I just think that would have been, I, I would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, it, and the fact that they have Jay Garrick, I thought that they were going to just throw that away. You know, the, the helmet at the end of the right. season one, I said, okay, they're going to throw it away. But now you have Jay Garrick, you know, you see he's in. We saw the preview for episode two, and we've seen him taking pictures in episode one. Right. So I'm like, all right, you know, they're definitely going to have him. I, I mean, granted, it's, it's bad. It is a bad setup. It still worked for the humor. But I did like the fact that they addressed the... Well, we finally put security up in this place, and you know people won't just be wandering in the Star Labs. Ah, you're like, <laughs> dude, why the, do you not have any kind of security system here worth a damn? Is it like know? the X Men joke? <laughs> well, you know, people, you know, people will die; they just keep coming back, or you know, so. No, I just meant the fact that somebody walked into Star Lab. Remember, they were saying that we. No, put no I know, but I'm saying the yeah. same joke like the, oh, the yeah. X Men use in, in, oh, the, yeah, in yeah. the comic book. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're making fun of some of the things that are like a loophole. Yeah. 
you know, and I'm like, well, you addressed it. Oh, and, but you knew it was coming. You knew yeah. he was going to walk in at the end. You know, um, I'm wondering how. Um, you know what they need? They need uh, Ralph the Tech Security Service. <laughs> they basically just open up. They basically blow <laughs> blow a hole in the wall. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking about this great security service. We haven't had one unsatisfied customer yet. You don't have one that's alive. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't. Well, they're not unsatisfied. <laughs> you can't put a tank everywhere. <laughs> Says you. Yeah. Um, uh, how do you think it's going to end up with him and Iris? Because now I know it's the first episode, and there's a lot of story to still build. But oh, I didn't even think about them. Yeah, it, I mean, they, I didn't. Mean, I mean, not in a bad way. I mean, it just didn't seem important to the story right now. Yeah, well, like she seems she's still hung up on the death of her boyfriend, as so. she uh, fiance, as she should be. I mean, it's only been nine months, <laughs> you know. But I don't know. Just she just seemed like very like okay, everything's cool. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, she's trying to move along. I mean, it was nice to her reaction when she saw Eddie's picture hanging up, you know, you know, on the wall of the of the fallen heroes. Right. I mean, you know, it was just. I mean, again, like I didn't feel I, what I like about it is that they didn't jump right back in with Barry being like, "Yo, Iris, what's up?" Baby? Oh, I'm not you saying know? that. Or, or her like, "Well, he's dead." Anyhow, Barry, like you know, like they, <laughs> like they literally did not address it. Like right. he didn't like you didn't have Joe going like, "So are you going to hit on her now?" Like like nothing. At all, and and I actually kind of like that. You know? Okay, okay. I mean, I was wondering if you know they. I mean, they were going to talk about her being a little bit more remorseful for um, Eddie, even though that, that that one look was you know it could be enough. I just felt you know she's well moved on, and this is like how many how how long after that that um, incident? I said I mean I, I noticed I just now just said nine months, but I forget how long it's been. Has it been? No, it's been three months. I think they said right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's I'm, been I'm three like it's, it hasn't even been. That's what I'm saying. It's not that long. I mean, you know, for her to. For, for her to be trying to move on as in like going about her day to day, it's very believable. I mean, you know, it's a strong person doesn't mean she's got to be sitting at home, you know, in a black dress with a black veil. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. But at the same time, I mean, I don't expect to see her dating. I mean, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I was OK with them. Right. Literally, I didn't even think about them having a relationship. You yeah. Know? And, and Barry doesn't really seem to be interested in having a relationship right now. Well, he's been all he was doing the loner thing anyhow. Yeah, so. yeah he was doing yeah. the loner thing. And on top of that, you know, I mean, the fact that he was possibly getting his dad back i mean you know yeah did, did you, you know. get that uh when she met him at the coffee shop that he was rebuilding mm-hmm. did you did you hear 70s music playing in the background because when she walked in and then he came out all dusty you know that's that's what i heard playing in the background no, no but i can i can see it. that was just me though okay. <laughs> that was just you yeah. <laughs> oh, i thought man. something was gonna happen there she was gonna be like come on barry i've always wanted you oh nah. no really i really did not i didn't really didn't see uh you know anything i was good with that um I'm curious, uh, of course, you know, I think one of the big things that we're all waiting for is to see, you know, how long before Caitlin Snow takes that dive. Yep, that's what I'm waiting for. I, I think that's what we're all waiting for right now, um, yeah. just to see that coming. I, I'm, I'm throwing out a minor prediction right now. This, Go ahead, please. Just, just, just not saying it'll be like the absolute resolution, but I'm tossing it out there that somehow, because we're now dealing with dual dimensions, that somehow Cisco's power is going to be needed. He doesn't have one yet, or that we can readily quantify, but somehow he's going to be a necessary tool to deal with the closing of this, like, yeah, dual dimension thing. Because apparently he's getting, because uh, from last uh, season, we hear uh, Dr. Wells tell him that he's sensitive to the different vibrations right. in the universe. So he, and we saw this uh, in this first episode, that he sort of glimpsed an, another universe in right. which uh, something was happening to the Atom Smasher, right? Right. Yeah. So maybe yeah, I, I'm just I'm tossing out there as a minor prediction that that's going to be. I'm not saying he's going to be out on the street fighting with the Flash, but I, I'm definitely uh, tossing. That out. And by the way, was that not cool? 
um, when we realized uh, that that was Barry's kind of like wishful daydream of how things had turned out when he's oh, yeah. fighting both Heatwave and Captain Cold. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he took their guns. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Evidently, only in your daydreams do you have this idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy. Yeah, and, yeah it, it, it was funny when I watched it. It was really touching when uh, they're all thanking him. Yeah. And even when, uh, Profe- even when Professor Wells came out, like, I mean, because I knew, I knew anyhow that it was not a real scene. I knew that he wasn't fighting because he took their guns. Like, like that's, Actually, that's how I knew that it wasn't real. <laughs> I, I thought it was maybe you know the, the writers finally decided to have him do that, but then when I the, when I watched the sequence, like, oh, it's it, it's yeah. a dream. Okay, but 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 even knowing that, like I said, there was like kind of a dream wish kind of thing. Um, it was really touching to see that even still, he wished that Wells had been the good man that he wanted him to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, it was very touching. And talking about back to um, alternate universes, do you think that? Caitlyn will actually turn evil or is it that Killer Frost from the alternate universe comes over? I think there, I mean, I personally just think it's going to be her. I mean, I think it'll be the actual Caitlyn Snow that we know. That she, because um, Ronnie's gone, she's going to also like spiral. I don't think, I mean, I don't think that's going to particularly, I mean, it's probably not going to help her, her mood, but I mean, obviously she's working at a different lab and uh, assuming she's still working at that lab anyhow, hasn't moved over to start lab again. I think, you know, there's going to be an accident, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Maybe even Zoom might even cause it, you know. Well, I mean, you know, at least no fire and ice puns. That'd be great. Oh. <laughs> fire and ice! I'm <laughs> cold as ice. Him and I are like fire. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I actually don't want her to turn Is, into... Are you having breakfast? Yes. Frosted flakes. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of don't... Shut up. <laughs> I kind of don't want her to be Killer Frost yet. I kind of like, no, like I her as just Caitlyn, but I mean, I'll laugh if Ronnie comes back one more time just to die again. <laughs> Isn't he in... Uh, um, He's in Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, okay. yes, well, that's so. what... It's, it's the thing that I find weird. It's, and, I, and in this, I don't kind of like it is that... You showed so your we, hand. Well, no, we've, we split them. They're not supposed to be Firestorm, so it's like, are you telling me... That he's just Ronnie Raymond because Ronnie's not a. I mean, well, I'm sorry. In this guy, he actually is a bright guy. Before he was just a high school football jock, mm-hmm. he is a bright guy. But I'm like, is he just going to be a smart scientist in Legends of Tomorrow? Because if he's Firestorm, no, well, what's creating the Matrix? You know. No, no, no. What I'm guessing is with this whole. Uh, obviously, he went into another reality. Right. When he went to the black hole, so somehow he's going to get found by somebody and then make his way back right. to uh, Central City. Earth One, I guess you're calling it. Right. Well, I mean, well, Legends of Tomorrow, I mean, takes place when, remember, he's dealing with time travel, so it can yeah. take place whenever they want to. And they did say it's much more of an anthology series, so, you know, he might, you know, only deal with it for a year and be back or something like that. So, yeah. yeah. And, wow. and the Atom shows up, so the Atom's still not back yet in the Arrow, so right. we don't know. Yeah, we, have, we don't know, know what's going on there. Yeah. And, uh, and we do know that Wally is supposed to be making an appearance. And, we saw, and yeah. we saw Professor Stein in the preview to um, DC Legends of Tomorrow. So, right. so we know they're both there. Yeah. Also, you know you can't keep a good Amel down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not Wait. even that one. No, not even that one. <laughs> Ratings for um, the first episode of Flash. Ralph? Why do I go first? Uh, I've, I've been... Sp- he really went again. first the last time. I did. did he? Yes. I did. Really? Yeah. All right. I give Flash eight... Uh, keys to the city out of ten. Ooh. Keys to the city. You went there. Okay, might as well. Well, I'll, I'll agree with you in the number. Um, I'm going to give it eight. I want to wear Jake Garrick's helmet out of ten. It looked cool as a kid. I watched it in the comic. It looked always lame. 
He looked right. like the FTD Flores guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then it looks like kind of cool in, in, in the TV show. I'm like, I want to wear that. Yeah, it's a metal helmet, dude. With your, with your lack of back strength, you'll be crushing in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my, well, with my head strength, it'll never leave my head at all, ever. <laughs> Mike. You mean your size of your head if you ever squeeze it on. Shit it. <laughs> oh, oh, there we go, Mike. <laughs> I give it nine and a half. Fuck you, Wally West and Bart Allen out of 10. <laughs> Damn. And Bart Allen. Shit. I just hate those guys. I, I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> Here's a funny side note. I was actually, my brother asked me about The Flash and I gave him a brief history about like who's who. Did you mm-hmm. confuse him? Huh? A little bit. But then he was like, I actually told him the story about uh, when uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, when Barry Allen disappeared. Right. And how he reappeared in uh, in the, the, the Marvel run. Of, uh-huh. uh, yeah, that was Quasar. actually fun. So I was telling him about that. He's like, buried oh, alien. Pretty, yeah, buried alien. <laughs> yeah, was, so. that was a great. That was a great one. That definitely was good. All right, last and but b- b- most certainly not least is Arrow. And with our last synopsis is MFG Mike the Finance Guy. I want to do this one. Nope. No. Okay. Well, what would it, what would it sound like? Give me the first sentence. Uh, someone get shot. Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Before Ralph does it. Yet another stellar series from the creative minds of Greg Berlanti and Andrew Kreisberg. Uh, Arrow is a more or less real-world look at the Green Arrow from DC Comics. The series became part of the CW lineup on October 10th, 2012, and has remained a fan favorite ever since. For a synopsis, after last season's dark turn of events, Oliver Queen and Felicity Smoke try the suburban lifestyle filled with cooking, potlucks, and probably lots of swingers parties. Uh, (laughs) The newly renamed Star City believes the Arrow is dead. Angry Black Diggle, Skanky Ho Laurel Lance, and <laughs> Special good. Needs Thea have been doing their best to keep the city free of crime. Special Needs She's Thea. very special needs. But a new threat is buzzing in the air by the name of Damien Dark. Notice I used the word buzzing. Because <laughs> the seemingly supernatural villain has brought the hive with him. It's time for the Arrow to return with his sugar mama. Oliver's got a new suit, but not quite the same old name. Now he has an adjective. Now he is the Green Arrow. Starring Stephen Amell as Oliver Queen, also the Arrow, also the Green Arrow. Uh, <laughs> Emily Bett Rickards as Felicity Smoke. David Ramsey as John Diggle. Katie Cassidy as Laurel Lance. Willa Holland <laughs> as Thea Queen. <laughs> and Neil McDonough as Damian Dark. All right. I like Neil McDonough. Yeah, yeah he's, he's just, he's, I just can't, I want him to be so evil. And we were talking about that the other day about how he's been typecasted to be all these villains, but he's just really good at it. Yeah, yeah but he sucked as M. Bison in, uh, in the Chungli story. He Everybody was, he was M. Bison? Yeah. 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 Oh God. They, they haven't had an M. Bison yet. Raul Julia. I, I, I know you're still turning turning your grave over that one. Shit. That was a horrible way to die. <laughs> God, that's horrible. <laughs> All right. Arrow. Okay, so let's get right into it. Um first question I want to ask is did you think that they were gonna they were actually gonna have this whole um I'm sorry, let me let me rephrase the question. At the end of um, season three, we see Felicity and Arrow or um, Oliver Oliver um, going into the sunset mm-hmm. saying, I won't be, you know, I'm not going to be a hero anymore. For them to open up with them living the, the Ozzy and Harriet life. Right. Were her cooking a very bad omelet? Was that a very stove? odd take? Was it, was, was it an odd take for you? It, I mean, I, I, found, I mean, no. I mean, this, I know, liked it, but it was it's just the a, only place you would start. I mean, I mean, you could start even with villain, but I mean, their lives should be there. You it's, know? It's, it started first with him running through the woods, looking like like the arrow in the hood, and then coming out to suburbia and realizing, oh, he's just jogging. Right. Yeah. Um, 
were you very surprised by who got complacent with living that life? Oh, I I knew that uh, Felicity would not be happy. Really? Yeah, I thought oh, it would I, I, I have been Ollie. Nah, I mean, let's put it this way. Look at her history. I mean, we already saw back, you know, when she was in college, you know, she wanted to be more of an anarchy kind of a person. So I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I knew she would get bored. I mean, she she likes it, you know. Yeah, and then we find out that she's been helping them all along. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, I just, what I was surprised that they wanted to go with was that Oliver actually enjoyed it as much as he did. I, yeah. I was waiting for him to go. At first it was okay, but yeah, I did kind of get bored too, but I only did it, you know, because I thought you wanted to. But he was like, no, I was actually all on board. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, I was completely, I'm like, well, then why were you jogging? Where's the pop belly? Come on, dude. <laughs> he, he was drinking the Kool-Aid hard because yeah. he was like trading recipes with the neighbor. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't even like in a fake way. Like like I said, I mean, because it wouldn't have surprised me because, again, I, I'm, I'm happy they did it this way, but standard especially CW TV writing would have been that, oh yeah, it looked like I was enjoying myself, but really I wasn't, you know, that and I was right. just doing it because I thought I, you I, did. And, I think that's know. what I was expecting. Yeah. I was expecting him. I was very surprised that they made Felicity the person to say, you know what? No, I've been, I've been behind your back, helping out the guys back in, back right. in star city, which that, um, the way they introduced that idea was very quick. Well, also I just found it, funny. I mean, what I found really funny, uh, and, and it was meant to be humorous. It wasn't even like, she was just like, yeah, you know, I just went into the other room and helped him. He was like, so the time that you you know didn't go on the trip, yeah, I was helping him with so and so. And the time that you said that you missed the such and such, yeah, I was doing that too. You know, I'm like, gee, you weren't even just like slyly on the side; you were actually avoiding him just to help them. You know, and then he's like, I don't care about all the lying. Well, which I'm happy he said that because it's like, yeah, if you had said you were mad about the lying, I'd have been like, hypocrite, pot <laughs> kettle, introduce yourselves. <laughs> but that's interesting. Those like, so he's pretty much saying. You know, you can cheat on me. Just don't lie he about it. He didn't say all that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, go, I don't know. He didn't say all that now. <laughs> there you go. Put him where the man's mouth. That's what it sounded like. So, you know, Felicity, watch out. I'm coming for you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, joining the group. Yeah. There's, a, there's a line, too. There's a like, line for that. I'm at the head of the line. Yeah. It, yeah. Right. Sure. <laughs> Line's at the other end, though. Joke's <laughs> <laughs> so on you. That's, that's what the tank is for. You just <laughs> run them all over. <laughs> um, but how do you feel about Black Magneto? Um, fucking Diggle's helmet. Yeah. <laughs> like I told I, you, I, I, he wasn't even an angry black man. He was just angry black Diggle. <laughs> yeah, and then he has like a visor that comes down when, yeah. when someone he doesn't know looks at him. I mean, it was just one of those things that I mean, yes, it's great to have. A, I mean, it's it's not like it's a, a stupid idea because I mean, really, it's uh, not that you wouldn't want all of your body protected, but in a fight, I'm like, yeah, I want my head protected too. I'm like, <laughs> it's not like you're just out there stopping schoolyard fights. <laughs> it's yeah. like, no, I want something on my head. Plus, I don't want to be recognized. You yeah, know? That's true. When I when I was watching, of course, people the, yelling "Diggle" all the time <laughs> yeah. during the missions might clue them in on who they yeah, really is. I would think he'd have a code name, right? <laughs> Angry black man. <laughs> Angry black man. So ABM. I don't Abdul. have to take. I don't have to take one. <laughs> That's all they would yell. Or unless you go black angry man, black bam, bam, bam. Oh, there you go, yeah. <laughs> bam. What's up, bam? bam. Okay, let's not. Uh, oh, black Betty. Why is it? Why is it gonna be? What's up? Because he's black. Yeah. He's okay. Black. Fuck it. <laughs> Diggle didn't say he was. Diggle's not down with that. <laughs> Diggle's not done with a lot, especially um um Ollie's friendship. Yeah. Which And I'm still fine with that. Oh, I'm definitely fine with that. Um but before we even get to start talking about that, watching them take down crime when it was um Diggle and Thea and, and um Thea, Thea. Wow, why did you say she's special? Because she she went from like I mean I grant I'm trying to understand she it. Has time training. has gone. Well t- no, it's not about the training. It's it's fact. It's the fact that we saw her training. We saw she went through. We saw what she was like. And I know they're trying to say that 
time has moved on. But she went from like, I'm serious because I'm serious ninja woman to like, hey, I'm just have so much fun with all you girls and guys. And like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> this is the middle of a fight. <laughs> this know? is so much fun. Arrow to the head. Yeah. Arrow to the back. It's funny. With that team, I was like, no wonder the fucking city's falling in peril. Look, who you, look, look who you left it to. <laughs> and what was up the fact that how many times did you count that black? I mean, you're like. So you're gonna use your scream now? Oh, you're not gonna use it now. You're I gonna use wondering. it now. Oh, you're not gonna use it now. <laughs> like I, I was wondering because there's a time where she's like knocked down to the ground yeah. and the guy's coming at her. Twice it, she's knocked down and guys are coming at her, <laughs> and then she doesn't. I'm like, here it comes, here it comes. Yeah, can I recry? No, no, nothing. Yeah, I'm no. like, I'm like, come on, skanky hoe. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't like this group, huh? No, <laughs> only Diggle. I mean, Diggle's man. I, I like Diggle, but I mean. I, I liked Sarah Lance. She really did a great job of being the Black Canary. I I didn't like Laura as the ex girlfriend. I I think I stated that episode one, season yep. one. Yes, you know? did. I just it's something about Katie Cassidy. I I enjoyed her to a point when she was Supernatural because she was the original. Um, uh, Rosie. No, not Rosie. Um, not it, Rosie. Not that wasn't Rosie. Wasn't it the demon that Sam was in love with? Wasn't Rosie? Wasn't that wasn't her name? No. Um, Oh, something with an A. Are you sure? I know it wasn't Rosie. Anyhow, whatever her name was. Yeah. Um, she was the original. And she was good there because she was impatient and da 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 But it seems that that's her acting mood, is that she's kind of, like, annoyed. It seems that that's her go-to acting stage. Um, and I don't like it. I don't like it on Arrow. Like, okay. I, mean, I mean, granted, it's it's great. I mean, you know, there's people that's like that. I mean, you know, she would be considered, like, the, the, the today's woman that's take charge. And I'm fine with that. It's not that I have anything against the take charge woman. I just don't like her personality on, with the group. I just don't like it. Yeah. How did you feel about that that um that group of crime fighters, Ralph? You would actually call them crime fighters? I didn't think I didn't see them stopping any crimes. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were like crime speed bumps. They yeah. just they, <laughs> they slowed crime down. They <laughs> let the those guys go away with the cluster bombs. Yeah. I mean, come on, really? Well, I mean, come on. I mean, but the whole point is that. They need they need Ollie. I mean, that is the whole point. I mean, they they're able to stop the more minor stuff, but the big stuff. I mean, Ollie's the man. I did like uh, you know jumping ahead just a little bit to when uh, Ollie is helping the them go get the bombs back. I did like everybody's reaction when Damian Dark just like does whatever he does. I don't know what Damian Dark does, but whatever yeah. he does to that guy, it wasn't one of those like oh anyhow let's just go stop. Everyone was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, especially like Thea, she's like, did you see what he just did? Like I like that reaction because that's like okay, none of us were expecting that. Yeah, you know, and, and it's not like I mean they haven't talked. I mean they, they've talked about metas and all that stuff. Like you said, it seems like they're taking a more mystical approach than they're taking. Uh, you know, talking about metas and science right. and that kind of stuff. It's, it's it's a lot more spookier. It's it's almost like um, Justice League Dark. Well, it's it's kind of like a. I can't think of the villain's name. You probably know the villain's name, but the guy from the second Indiana Jones movie. It's like he just moved into modern times. That's oh what it man! Feels like. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Where he grabbed his heart. Yeah. Ruby. Ruby. I told you it wasn't Rosie. It was an R. You thought it was an A name. I ah. told you it wasn't Rosie. Rosie. Ah. Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> I was close. Same color. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I mean, uh, and I'm very surprised you don't know you don't know much about Damien Dark. No, I, I mean, I just I know he's from the, the high. That's what I remember. Right. But the name seems familiar, but I don't know a lot about him. I, I think he's got a really cool spelling of his last name. Is D A R H K. Yes. You're like, oh, that's just damn cool. I, right there, it's like you know, about like Damien Dark's coming in the room. I'm like, or oh, whatever. But his name is spelled D A R H K. Oh hell yeah! I want to meet this man. <laughs> I like that. Holy shit! And, and, and here I'm, I'm thinking, well, how's Arrow gonna top the past couple of years? And 
once again, they found a way of taking a, a B-level um, villain mm-hmm. and making it something where you're like, wow, what yeah. the... I mean, not that Raish and Deathstroke were B, B-level, but right. some of the, the villains they've met with, like, uh, um, I was gonna say, um, what's the guy's name? Fuck. The one that Diggle has issues with. Um, kill, not kill shot. Deadshot. Deadshot. Right. You know, like him and some of the other people. I'm like, really? These are the people that you're fighting, you know, against? So they're kind of lame, but they made him good. And, and just Damien Dark looks like he's going to be badass. But I'm wondering, is he going to bring the rest of the hive with him? I mean, I wonder if the, I mean, was the, I wonder what they considered the hive. Like, did the hive have, hive have other metas and other, you know, mystical beings? Or is the hive just a bunch of, you know, henchmen ready to be killed? Right. And for those of you who don't know what hive is, Hierarchy of International Vengeance and Extermination. Yeah. Ooh. Um. What do you think? Are Are you getting tired of the flashback stories with um, with Ali? Sometimes I get annoyed. Sometimes I'm like, Do you have a flashback story for everything? <laughs> <laughs> Oliver, could you get me the milk? Flashback to when I had to go find that cow. <laughs> My hands were cold. It wasn't appreciating this. <laughs> you know. And how about the fact that he got kicked out of the plane to end up going back? Yeah, right. Well, I mean, the thing is, back. what I like about um, the the fact that we know that he met up with uh, Amanda Waller well, yeah. and, and Argus, uh, it helped. And the, and the thing is, they never made it a big point, but it helped when, because uh, I remember early on, or, or maybe when we were reviewing season one, one of the things I said is, where did he get all these arrows from? Not that he didn't have the money to afford them. Yeah. It's just that, like, why would you even think about them? Like, you know, why would you think of all these things? And now you realize, oh, you already had this idea because it was kind of given to you, you know, yeah. like, and you've just now just used it. Right. And I, and it, but they never made a big deal out of it, and I like that they didn't make a big deal, big deal out of it. I, I like that uh, it explained a lot more of why he's the, the arrow. All right. What about you, Ralph? I really enjoy the flashbacks, actually. They, they reveal more of his character and, like, they show a lot of what you're actually questioning is like what actually happened those five years that he was away. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're getting the fourth year. So I wonder if they're going to do once they catch up to the fifth year, and then they're up to season six. Are there going to be any more flashbacks? Even if it, if it gets to a season six, what are they yeah. going to do then? Flashback to, and then I met here? Felicity in the office. <laughs> I know that I was there, Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, it was really relevant. <laughs> Um, it's funny because this is for the first time we've seen a flash forward oh, yeah. in this episode. Yeah, who you think is on the tombstone? I, I do not think it's Felicity. I think it's. I think they're trying to make you think it's Felicity. Right, but then do you think it's Felicity or do you not? Think, I, I, that's why I said I'm like no, I do well, not think it's Felicity. But see, you know? it's one of those things where I'm like they're trying to make me. Th- it, it's kind of obvious that they're trying to make you think it's well, Felicity. It's not, I mean, they did a camera cut. I mean, you know, you go from seeing the ring to seeing the grave. That's not subtle. Yeah, <laughs> that's me definitely going. Oh, it's this is who it is. Maybe, but you yeah, know, that's that's film technique. But, but, but I just don't but, believe it. But it's also me feeling like you know when it was like, well, they want me to think this way, so it's not that person. No, they want me to think this way, and then I'm going to say it's not. But then it really is. But then maybe it is, but it isn't. But it is. So I'm like, okay, well, nah, I think it's at the most, um, at the worst, it'd probably be Thea. Or yeah, I, I can see that. Here's my theory: it might be someone that they introduce later on. Oh yeah, I mean, of course there is that. I mean, but then of course you're going to have to. The only danger with that is now you're going to have to force or, the audience to have emotion. It could be Diggle. Um, could be. Could wow. I would. I, mean, I, would, I, would, I, would I wouldn't like that. I. W- but it could be. I wouldn't like that though. Yeah, he, no, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't like it either. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely you know someone near and dear. But that's what I'm saying. Like the danger of introducing somebody is you have to force because I mean. We have four years with these people. You have to force 
one season's worth of emotion and that's really hard to do on a you know on an audience with a character that you've just kind of brought in could know? be captain lance it could be, it could be the, he wouldn't be crying over captain could, lance could, why not maybe could, they hold got on. closer could be the original red, red arrow um yep could be roy too roy yeah, yeah. could be roy. Um, i doubt it'd be roy though only because of continuity I, I mean i think they like having him out there i just personally think that yeah. um but yeah it could be him but i mean i just don't think it's felicity uh, you know what I mean? And they could definitely you. tied you. It's definitely not me. <laughs> I, I'm, not, you, Cap. I, I'm not. That's believable. No, 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 no. The tombstone wasn't big enough because tombstones are usually made to fit the size of the head. So, you know. uh, they would need a whole wall for you, huh? Exactly. It's called Mount, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, I, 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 but, um, but I mean, and, wait, you know, so then of course who's, buried, they, who's buried at Mount Rushmore? Shut up. <laughs> what were you saying, Mike? Um, God. They. Uh, they definitely, you know, are definitely also bringing in the. It should be Felicity because they brought in the Flash. Yeah, you know, um, because you know we know that tie. But at the same time, but that, that's the only thing too that's a little bit disappointing is that no matter what, guess what we also know. What six months later he has not defeated Zoom. That is true. <laughs> like, like we know this for a fact now. Like it's like, right. wow, this kind of sucks. You haven't <laughs> defeated him in six months. What the hell have you been doing, you <laughs> ass? You know, the fastest man alive, my ass. <laughs> You know, I mean, so that was—I thought that was a little bit interesting too. I was like, "Oh, very interesting." So you're you're telling us that six months later, you're still fighting Zoom, and we we and then because of that, we know that Oliver actually assists him sometimes to help him fight Zoom. Well, we assume he, Oliver knows about him, but I mean, we know—I mean, we know he's going to help him at right. some point. But um, you know, crossover. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So I mean, definitely, you know, I think between Diggle and Thea, that's my go-to. Okay, you definitely not Laurel because it's that's, Laurel. That's, that's, yeah. Well, it's the Black Canary is the only one you got. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we have a Lazarus pit, that's another story. Oh, I, um, I don't want that to get to be a thing. Well, you, you know how that goes. Yeah. Um, how did you guys feel about it now? He now being the Green Arrow as opposed to being Arrow. <laughs> it was just really funny. And the way they introduced it, I, um, it, it was. I mean, it's nice. It was very dramatic superhero-y, You know, this city has gone through a lot, and the Arrow did a lot to try to save it. And I will, uh, you know, keep his image alive. I will become. The Green Arrow. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Meanwhile, his uniform is black. <laughs> it's green. It's green. It's just a dark green. It's a very dark green. Change the setting on your damn TV. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't have that 4K Ultra. You know, you got to get that new TV, man. Oh, Lord. No, um, I mean, it was really funny. when. Uh, but didn't you expect more when he was cheap? Uh, Felicity's like, oh, by the way, Cisco left a present for you before you left. Yeah. A I new th- outfit. And I'm like... All right, it's uh, it looks pretty much like the same outfit. Yeah. <laughs> ah, shoulder pads. You were evidently reading a '90s comic book. <laughs> oh shit! I, I thought there'd be like you know like something technique, like, yeah, technical. like a display or something on the wrist or like no, you know, nothing bright. No, no, no. I mean like like he a display that pops up. You know, like, it's like you have one more arrow left. Does I it, know. Yeah. No, it pops <laughs> up and it yells during a fight. You have one more arrow left. You have one more arrow left. You have one more. I was just gonna say, is it gonna like ring and, and like, he answers, Chloe, I'll call you later. <laughs> Guys, he only has one arrow left. We just gotta let him shoot it and that's it, we win. Oh boy. You have zero arrows and no defense. You have zero arrows and no defense. We can get him now. Take him. Boop, 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 boop. We Oliver, can't take him. We can't you take keep him. Getting beaten up. Why is that? <laughs> All right. And uh, before before we start wrapping up, um, how you feel about Captain Lance? Uh, that one, I'm like, I cannot wait to see. Because, for instance, we don't know anything about this Damien Dark guy. Right. Does he have a mind control thing? Uh, did did the captain really, you know, kind of sell his soul to help the city? A bit? I mean, like, 
when the, when he walked in, I'm like, okay, you got me on that one. That wasn't one like where you're like, oh, I know it's going to be now. You know, it was like, ooh, yeah, I, t- <laughs> I definitely didn't see it coming. You know, well, Cap, did you sell your soul? I didn't sell my soul. <laughs> Different captain. Remember, there's Captain Morgan. There's Captain of the Yankees. What do you think he sold his soul, his soul for? Hair? <laughs> <laughs> he got ripped off. I got it. It's got in the wrong place. Half on the waist down, look like Ralph. <laughs> Just like a hobbit. <laughs> I'm a naked Wookiee. Well, Wookiee's always naked. <laughs> oh, well, how did you feel about the Captain Lance um, twist? I saw that coming. Did you? He was he the only one that survived. Shit. Survived what? He survived when they killed all the other uh, city council members. Oh, uh, oh, no, I mean, and, and and the cops. I mean, the, the people. That were, there were other cops in there too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, oh, trains assassins, kills everybody else, only shoots that guy in the arm. But then he yeah. went to, but then he went to threaten him. Yeah. <laughs> so that made it all better. That's fucking bullshit. It, it'll be interesting. Well, I mean, it was one of those things. Of, I'm glad though that that was revealed because. When that scene happened, I questioned it. I'm like, well, this is stupid for a villain to do this. And, it, you know, again, but you're used to bad writing and bad situations like that in TV and even in comics. So it wouldn't surprise me for it to be left. But now, again, it came full circle. You're like, oh, now that bad scene becomes a good scene. Right. You know, and I like now that. It all makes like, sense. Okay, yeah. now, now it works out. But I did, didn't you love the people that waited until there was literally no sign of scuffle? And then all these cops ran in. We just heard something. Yeah. Really? You, you didn't hear the gunfire in the in a building. Or, or <laughs> what know? about the fact that Black Canary, known vigilante, in a police uh, station, surrounded by police, no one's going to stop her or say anything. Nope. They're like, oh, hey, Black Canary. Yeah, you're vigilante. What's oh, up? You heard all this cut. They're like, I ain't touching that skanky hug. <laughs> <laughs> They're from the Gotham PDs raining. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the, that was them running in. We oh, just came shit. over from Gotham PD. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ratings for The Arrow Season 4. I'll start. I will say I'm going to give it 9. Dickel's going to hug it out soon out of 10. I think it's a, a pretty good start, especially because it's something different. So right. I, I kind of like that. Think he'll do a little reach around action while he's he- hugging it out? Reach around. I mean, but <laughs> wow. Oh, Diggle doing a reach around to Ollie. Okay, because yeah. if it was Ollie doing a reach around to Diggle, it'd be a long reach. You better have a long <laughs> arm. You better have an elong- elongated man in his bitch. Yeah, but I mean, Ollie's, you know, he's used to all those long shafts. Wow. <laughs> Ralph? I give it nine. It's a good thing Felicity's beautiful out of ten because she can't cook for shit. <laughs> Hey, I mean, but let's put it this way: if if you were able to talk to or um, be romantically involved with a woman like that, that beautiful, would you? Be, would that be like a big thing for you? Oh no! Uh, no, let's just add on that beautiful and the CEO of a multi-million-dollar company. So you know she's earning some money. <laughs> you know, I'll cook we call her. that ordering out. <laughs> there is that. Yeah, Mike. I give it nine and a half. Doesn't anyone notice he looks just like regular Arrow out of ten? <laughs> I was thinking that. And that's why when you asked, I just laughed because I knew I was going to use it in the rating, so I didn't want to say it earlier. But I'm like, I mean, they should, they had an upshot, and I'm like, it's Oliver Queen. Does anyone else not notice it's Oliver? Queen? I mean, not just that it's the other Arrow. It's Oliver Queen. <laughs> People on the street were like, I met Oliver Queen. He looks just like the Arrow. And he looks even more like the Green Arrow. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because remember, this is a DC universe who people can't recognize Superman and Clark Kent. So. Well, well the, the, his, here's the rationale that they're going to say. 
because he's modeling himself after the arrow, mm-hmm. that's why he looks so much like him. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, when we take two pictures and hold them side by side and all the lines line up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we take a picture of Roy and hold that and he looks nothing like him. Yeah. <laughs> detective Lance, bad detective. <laughs> all right. So there you have it. Arrow and Flash. CW does it again. Let's see if they can do it again this season. Don't go anywhere. Don't worry about it because I think Ralph's going to do it. Geeks on the go is next. Don't fuck this up. Geeks on the go. Now with less doom. (laughs) (laughs) He took my line. (laughs) You couldn't do it in that voice, though. No, I was about to say, approved by doom. (laughs) You're looking to get yourself in more trouble, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) He has not learned. (laughs) He has not learned. Doom can't touch me. Oh, boy. I I don't think doom wants to touch you, first off. (laughs) Second off, I don't know if he can get through the layers of hair you have. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll wait to the end. All right, you know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek, and we never make it under a minute. I don't even have an excuse. I mean, we should be doing this. I should be like, you know, getting these questions answered quick. And why is nobody even answering me? <laughs> well, because we were waiting for those quick ans- questions to start, but evidently. Oh, <laughs> ready, set, go. Which cartoon would be the most successful? Um, be the most successful with a serious approach. The Powerpuff Girls, Dynamut, Archer, or Duck Dodgers? Ralph. I can see a very dark uh, Dynamut. That would be fucking awesome. Okay. Mike. <laughs> Duck Dodgers would be awesome, uh, but he has to kill his villains. There's no real reason why. I just want blood on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, if you had a choice of being one of these two heroes, who would you be? Would you prefer to be Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man, or would you prefer to be Tony Stark, a.k.a. Iron Man? Mike. Uh, Peter, the mother effing Parker all day, all night. Nothing worse than wearing metal undies that don't adjust with a random erection. Wow. <laughs> oh, Ralph. Uh, Tony Stark. Money, technology. You can make that shit adjust itself. Shit, man. It's oh. my life now. <laughs> <laughs> imagine the Green Lantern movie franchise is being rebooted. We don't have to imagine that far. Should this be a good time for Jon Stewart to take the ring? Ralph. Uh, what was it? Okay, and that's it for the show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you mean nigga John? Yeah, of course. What? <laughs> oh, my God. You're not supposed to be dropping that? <laughs> oh, my God, Mike. Like I said, 9 out of 10 Owens have said, bring on nigga John. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Did you both text each other on that one? <laughs> no, it's just, you know, all minds think like Ralph. Yeah, whatever. You text Mike. Can I that's one you? thought. Can I? The rest of the minds think like, like me. <laughs> One of us. <laughs> and last question. Who is the best replacement superhero character? Dick Grayson taking over as Batman. Um, Jaime Reyes taking over as the Blue Beetle. Wally West taking over as the Flash. Or Bucky taking over for Captain America. Ralph. Of course, Dick Grayson taking over as Batman. Come on. What, what, what's wrong with you, man? You crazy? Wow. He's, that's the most hood I've ever heard him try to sound. Yep. Try to sound. <laughs> Mike. Dick yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's questionable citizenship. Blue Beetle. Wow. <laughs> GED Flash. G. Wow. <laughs> and, and handy, capable Captain America. Oh, oh my oh. goodness! The Captain America that needed a gun. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was Falcon taking over Captain America? How about that one? What well, she already has. No, that's what I'm asking him. Oh, I mean, it's just—it's been angry black Captain America. <laughs> yeah, it and, has you know, been. And, and really, I mean, you know, like Batman's always wanted a little dick in his costume. So. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Shout outs. Let me ask you guys. Any shout outs for you guys? I have lots of shout outs. Please go ahead. I have lots and lots. The Devil is Due and Dreary, Daryl Freemark, 
Alex Sanchez, Daryl Freemark is executive editor of Hardball Entertainment. Alex Sanchez did the cover art for that book. Read it. Great guys. Seriously, great guys. Kill Shakespeare by Connor McCreary and Anthony Del Cole. They're both writers and co-creators of that. Excellent. They were great people. I love them. They were really fun yeah, they, to talk to. They definitely were. Uh, for Mice Templar, Brian J.L. Glass. He's the writer. Really funny guy. Cool beard. Um, and the book is just amazing. The artwork is by um, Michael Ivan Oming. He wasn't there, though, so I didn't get a chance to meet him. Uh, Moriarty by Daniel Corey. He's the writer. Uh, it's, it's a take on Sherlock Holmes' villain as the antihero. Uh, Brielle and the Horror by Jordan Burrell and Jarrett Burrell. Jordan is the co-writer. Jarrett is the co-writer and artist. It looks like it's like Buffy grown up, but also a vampire and what do you have to do. Wow. Yeah, okay. It's a really interesting take. Um, other people I want to thank real fast and a shout out to Felipe Echeverria. Yeah. He was a really good guy. He's a wonderful uh, watercolor artist, among other things that he does. Uh, Simone Bianchi. Yes. Artist. He's just amazing work. Uh, Giovanni Valletta. He's an amazing illustrator. Good, look, good luck getting your uh, book published. I hope it comes out. Jimmy Palmiotti. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great writer and inker. Um, and then Victor Dandridge. He's the president and editor-in-chief of Vantage In-House Productions. His books are out. Uh, he's written them himself. Origins Unknown, The Trouble with Love, and Orig- I'm sorry, and The Samaritan. Right. Um, they all look great. I'm about to read all of these things that I've just mentioned to you. You guys were just fantastic. Yes, Really, absolutely. really, really, really fantastic guys. And I know he threw the shout-out to, to Simon Bianchi yeah. because he was like, you work out, you work out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right, I do, Simon. <laughs> you know, um, but, uh, you know, but uh, Victor, we're hoping to get you on the show. We're going to be Definitely. in touch. Yes. You know, this man's based out of Ohio, so we're going to have to figure this one out. Yeah, absolutely. I'm on it. Yeah, you ain't on it. Yeah. And Ralph, any shout out to you? Uh, I like to thank that big guy in the sky. No, not God. Ralph, yes. Thank you, Ralph. You're in the sky. You're not in the sky, bro. You're burning the tank. You're not even in the sky. What are you talking about? I have a tank plane. Whatever. I'm going to shout out my usuals, of course. You know, Johannes, thank you for always giving input. Um, Bosh and Cheyenne, for life podcast. And Posh, um, happy birthday. His birthday just passed about a week ago. So happy birthday, Bosh. And happy birthday to my brother, Steven. Love you, bro. Um, you're old. You're old. <laughs> he is old. He, he, he sometimes, like, I look at him and I still i'm like wow he's in his 30s and it's like for me i always see him like he's in his early 20s maybe it's maybe it's just you know the way he acts that's just all time or you just don't remember <laughs> yeah that too <laughs> shout out to jamal um doing and it- i'm taking back that shout out couldn't even see us once in three days oh you had to go somewhere else besides the comic-con to run into the cap what about me what about me <laughs> oh my god well, just not that important i know i know well actually what i was gonna say was jamal doing his thing by interviewing celebrities and guests which solidifies the reason why we fucking hate you <laughs> exactly <laughs> and um last shout out shout out to my wife being patient this past weekend. I love you. You're always a person that I want to be in a foxhole with. Wait, keep, you have keep... another wife? <laughs> <laughs> I don't one remember one. that patient person. It's the one. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's the one I'm mistaken for my girlfriend. <laughs> Gigi, that's Mike that's saying all this stuff. Remember, Ralph is cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, meanwhile, you're singing one, two, Freddy's coming for you. That was me? Yeah, yeah that was you. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, two, it's the end of the show. So, <laughs> for MFG Mike the Finance Guy and RT Square Ralph the Tech, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. And if bears are hairy and hibernate, what do Wookiees do? <laughs> oh, that's imitated. <laughs> <laughs>